Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Better than this. <laughs> Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the Sunday Night Citizens Against Harmful Technology Conference Call. I'm Neil Chevrier, your moderator for the evening. There are many people targeted in the U.S. and other countries with electronic weapons and organized stalking. It is our mission to expose this technology to people using it and claim our right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness for everybody. It's also our mission to give empowering knowledge and support to the many under duress from this illegal, inhumane program. Uh, usually I can keep the room unmuted, so I just ask people to use star six on their phone to mute themselves if they're not involved in the conversation or asking a question. And If I get too much background noise, then I have to mute the whole room so I can find the noise and, and unmute people, which at that point you request to be unmuted by hitting star eight on your phone if you have a question or a comment. And again, just use star six to mute yourself, um, and that makes it easier for me to find the the noises when there's a problem. The podcast is every Sunday night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Cuts off automatically at about 1.30 a.m. You can log on to w.talkshoe.com and put in the call ID 134999 if you want to join the chat room or listen from your computer with or without calling in. Please don't put your phone on speaker unless you mute yourself with star six as it causes a delay when you're unmuted. The views of the callers are not necessarily the views of COT, but you will find many kind, supportive people on our calls and a variety of people that need to express their frustrations and perspectives. Please be kind to each other, have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. Remember, it, it is the diversity and the unity of our group that bring empowerment for everyone. So jump in, participate. You, you have nothing to lose at this point. Keep in mind the motives of those perpetrating these crimes and the technology they use to divide, conquer, and control people. Their typical strategies are diversion in our lives from doing things like taking care of ourselves or getting out of the house and not being stuck in inertia or, uh, you know, a lot of things. Pay attention to that. Disinformation and negativity. Uh, much of these effects are from frequency warfare and thought control being implemented to cause these undesired effects. It is through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Become a targeted warrior individual and spread the truth far and wide so positive change can be implemented. I'll do my best as your moderator to make sure everybody gets their turn to share tonight, as long as it's in the best interest of our progress and mission statement and has benefit for 
at least a large percentage of people on the call. Talking endlessly, changing the subject, and interrupting break the flow of healthy interaction. Get in the flow, be polite and considerate so we can have a productive call. Um, you know, if, rather than interrupt or change the subject, just pick up a pen and paper and, and do some notes. Uh, last night, Michael Bell was on Ella's call. Uh, he, he's a really nice guy and stuck his neck out by writing the book for us, The Invisible Crime, and he's going to be putting out a sequel here pretty soon. So anyway, I sat there and listened to what he had to say and some of people's questions and comments and <clears throat> made notes, and then when it was my turn to talk, it was pretty easy to just go over everything that I wanted to share or ask a question about. So get a pen and paper um, for that and for things that you know happen on the calls that you're going to want to write down. If anybody on this call has an emergency situation and must share with others, uh, let me know, and I'll give you time to share as soon as possible. Um I guess I'm probably the one who talks the most on this call. So if you're, you know, at a phone booth and you're being hit with lasers and, you know, something really extreme, feel free to interrupt me and say help. And we'll all do what we can do to help you. Please remember others are waiting to share too, so get to the point and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Thank you. Welcome to the call. Thank you, Neil. Neil, I just want to start the call. This is Robin from Atlanta saying, you are very much loved and appreciated, and thanks for all that you do. And um, very grateful, very grateful. And I hope you feel better, and I hope you get that right frequency machine, And uh, because you are an angel. Thank you. Thank you very much. You are an angel and so important to me, and I know I can speak for everybody else who listens to you on this Sunday call, that you are everybody's angel, and you are a beautiful human being, and uh, I honor you. Oh, my. That's the nicest thing I've heard in a long time. Oh. Well, it's true, Neil, and uh, anything I can send you... Sorry. Anything, Neil, that I can send you supplement-wise, any way I can help, please let me know because you've helped me so much with these calls, but anything I can do to help you. I'm having a hard time finding this noise. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, that's okay. I totally relate. If I've muted you, um, just hit star eight on your phone. I'm trying to find it. What is this? Not the sound of music. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> I know. Julie Andrews. Yeah, I remember that song. You try to sing it. <laughs> it's not a pretty thing. Uh, uh, if you got music in your heart, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it does to some people. <laughs> Like I said before, if Neil Young and Bob Dylan can <laughs> become rich and famous, then everybody should sing if they want to. Isn't that the truth? I just, I just, you know, I was listening to to the, you know, listen to music you loved, 
issue, and so I, I got some um, three um, CDs, Enya CDs. I just used to love Enya, but it brought back so many memories that of, of days gone by that I wish had changed. I couldn't listen to it. You know, music really can't affect our emotions. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so I went and immediately bought Neil Diamond. Oh, never mind. <laughs> we were on the subject of music somehow, so I thought I'd add. Yeah. Uh, while Neil's trying to find the background noise, can I ask everybody a question? Go for it. Um, I was listening to one of Ella's shows, and Ella, if you're on the line, sweetie, thank you for doing what you do as well. Well, I was listening to a replay where a gentleman by the name of Dwight, who sounded just so wonderful, he was talking about how he makes grounding belts. Did you guys hear that one? I've I've heard. I mean, we've been hearing it from Dwight for a while. Yeah, you know, you you can buy. Um, well, what he's done is, you know, you just make a connection to yourself and then put a fuse holder in between it and the wire that's going to to a ground, and I'm just going to say that because of what we see with spectrum analyzers coming through the neutral ground bar on residential power, um, the ELFs can cause a variety of unpleasant effects, including apathy, and so if you choose to use that third prong in your plugs in your wall, just use it for a few minutes. You can watch with a multimeter that it only takes a few minutes to bleed off the electricity. Um, this is not really something that you want to hook copper wire around your wrist and go to sleep at night because they will use that system. They're, they're already using all our wiring systems. I have a couple of documents called Leveraging Power Lines that talk about the the length of a radio frequency wave and which frequencies would fit into average pieces of wiring going from plug to plug. So uh, I'm really finding most metals facing towards us, let alone irradiating outward, are, are being used as antennas to carry frequencies. And just to, to clarify, since the recording's on, um, one report is saying that they use a fiber optic interface hooked into the power company's neutral wire inside the main power box that all those white wires are the neutrals and they're all hooked on to the bare copper which is the third prong in each plug which is ground which is the one that's hooked up to earth ground um, not only me but a few other people that have put in separate ground rods not hooked up to the power company stuff I've noticed airplanes uh, happening to show up right at that time while you're pounding an eight-foot copper rod down into the ground. And so my feeling is that they want to get GPS coordinates of that. Okay. So um, then they're superimposing. I haven't had a chance to see if I can see what frequencies are coming through them, but the evolution of it was from stopabductions.com uh, the Boeing engineer that runs that site and makes Stellastat hats for people that have been abducted um, talked with another engineer because abductees were complaining that wearing the Stellastat hats at night that they heard a buzzing sound. And so they decided to ground them 
and uh, the other engineer's recommendation was to use an insulated wire, so not just a bare copper wire. And so I tried that, and I used a battery cable about the size of your pinky because I had a bunch of it, and it was just stranded copper wire, heavy like for running battery wires on cars, and uh, turned on my inductive amplifier, and the sound was screaming out the speaker at the wire. So this was hooked up to a separate ground rod, so then the evolution of it was to use something that was shielded, and so cable TV shielded wire, which is called coax, uh, has the center little copper wire, and then it has a layer of white Teflon, which shields RF pretty good. And then it has a layer of braided wire, just like braids. Uh, and then on the outside, the black plastic insulation. And that reduced what the inductive amplifier picked up on, but it did not go away. So I'm, <laughs> I have to say at this point, especially to get in a recording, that grounding yourself from any source um, for a few minutes to get the electricity out of your body is a good thing. Grounding yourself for a long period of time, like overnight while you're sleeping, uh, is probably going to be a detriment, and it's going to require uh, military-grade grounding, which involves more than one rod and probably filters. Thank you, Nick. I've been kind of desperate. My husband's getting hit 24/7, and yeah. uh, three days the feel is to wake me up with the sensation of an ice pick going through my brain. Uh, yeah, that that's not good. You, you've really got to do something about that. They kept hitting me in the same spot yesterday, and I had to tip my hat down. I was reading, and it was like they were hitting me in the forehead, so I'd have to tip the hat down really low and, you know, still try to be able to see to read what I was doing. And what kind of hat do you do you wear? I mean, I've tried different things, but uh, I don't have the manual dexterity with my right hand to make the abduction, you know, the stop the abduction hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried the, uh, what's the computer cable, rainbow Oh, ribbon cable? Yeah, I tried that. Double layered. Putting that and then a suede hat over that. And I just don't know what to do because I went down. They hit me so hard in the head that I collapsed down the stairs. Not good. Um, at least some really honeycomb-shaped cardboard. And I'm just going to tell you uh, something about static electricity. Not sure why, but I have some new information to share that may or may not be beneficial for us. And any of the techie guys that are brave and girls um, that would like to do this experiment, do it with caution. But it'll be good to do this experiment, and I'll do it too. Anyway, um, if they're hitting you in the head... I've noticed that if you rub your hat back and forth where they're hitting you, you're probably making static electricity, and it, it, it has a feeling of disconnecting. 
it's like they've locked on to your coordinates. You feel the pain uh, right. penetrating into your brain, and it hurts, and you feel it on your head, you know, surface too. And by rubbing a hat back and forth, um, stopped it most of the time for many years for me. Um, Neil, you Neil, know, do you think if you wore one of those hats with a propeller on top, it would work? I used one for two days, and it worked for two days, and then my head went back to being grilled again. Oh. Yeah, I, I tried it out. I, 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 I tried it. Yeah, you must have seen the comment. Why did it stop? Why did it stop after two days, I wonder? Either that or they were just making me think it was working for two days, and then it stopped. Hmm. I don't know, my friend. I wish I had the information to help us all. I wish I could answer that for you, but I I I'm, I was completely perplexed, and I still am. Karen says use those cold packs on your head or a cold towel as much as you can. They help. I'm wearing one now. I walk around the house with uh, one of those, what are they called, crayon, crayon, whatever, the um, ice packs. I keep them in the freezer, and I yeah. send them to the top of my head. But um, the other day when I went down on the... Um, Yes, I was wearing one. What do they do to you? They hit you so hard that you fell, or what? Yeah, I, I saw stars. I got so lightheaded, so I just collapsed. And that's with the ice pack on top of my head. And then for two mornings in a row, they were waking me up with a, like an ice pick going through your head. Oh, God. It's crazy next door wakes me every hour or every two hours, whichever she chooses. But um, some people used to say put a little fan beside your bed and let it run all the time, but that helps. And have you tried magnets under your hat or on the outside of your hat? Well, it's really funny you mention it. I bought the really powerful magnets, and you guys are going to laugh, but um, I put them on the outside and then the inside, so you know the magnets would be on the outside and on the inside of the hat. Any time I moved them, they would pop and snap together, so the hat would fold in. I don't know if that makes sense. If you guys can picture what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I may maybe I used the wrong type. I I got the earth magnets. Oh, ask Neil. Neil, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I hate to pick your brain when you're feeling so badly. I apologize. It's all right. It takes my mind off it. It sucks sitting running frequencies for six hours because you're. Stuck to holding on to two tubes. How much water are you drinking? Um, enough. Okay. Just making sure you're flushing everything out and that you limp. Yeah, I'm drinking lemon water with maple syrup and vitamin C and liquid oxygen and grapefruit okay. seed extract. Oh, good. Because uh, uh, that was my next thing I was going to ask you. Were you doing the grapefruit seed extract? Okay. Make sure, Neil, when you're doing the grapefruit seed extract, you're taking probiotics, so all the good probiotics aren't killed with the uh, with the other stuff. Oh, with GSE? Yeah. Really, I didn't know that, huh? Yeah, if you take it regularly, because I like taking it too to get rid of all the junk that they're putting into us. But you've got to take the probiotics because um, you don't want it to kill all the good bacteria as well. If you're doing it all the time and every day. 
Okay. She asked whether she should use raw magnets or what magnets. <clears throat> Do you think hey. the magnets might help with my head? Um, well, I can only say when they were hitting me yesterday, it was enough to have a headache, although it feels like a sinus headache. Um, I took a 400-pound pole magnet and kind of held it for a few minutes around my still points at the base of your head, by the back of your neck, right. and right on the top. And I don't know how many people out there have Michael Bell's book, but he actually has MRI images of where implants are. And if we can uh, scatter the the field connection, uh, even though it's temporary, it helps to stop and do it. So I, I think I validate high-powered magnets, uh, and you really have to be careful about not having your fingers in between anything and where it might grab onto It'll ruin your hard drive, so keep it away from computers and and all the electronic kind of stuff and really, you know, watch for things, even like the refrigerator, man. That thing will come flying out of your hand and slam into the fridge. They're very powerful, and you don't ever want to have two of them because if your fingers are in between, um, 400 pounds of pressure is enough to break bones and make a mess. Um. Make a mess. <laughs> it's fun. Did anybody read about, I uh, read about, listen to Ellie's show about uh, when Dwight used the, um, I think it was the 600 pole magnet over his um, navel? Oh, God. They said he got no. phenomenal relief and it made a really big difference for him. The 600 would kill anybody. And, um... Yeah, so I was just curious, just trying to. Since we're all in this together, but thank you, everybody. Thanks, Neil. Yeah. Um, I'd like to make a comment about your static electricity thing. Um, I I've been thinking about this, and I even asked Robert Duncan at one point. I was thinking about straight waves for some reason because you know we're dealing with pulse waves and analog waves, and mostly pulse waves. And, and for some reason, I was thinking straight waves could maybe do something. So I asked him, uh, I said, you know, we all know about all the rest of the waves. Are there straight waves? And he said, yes, there are. And I said, well, how do you make straight waves? One of the things he said was static. The second one he said was the earth resonance. So I don't want to say too much of what I do, but it's a visualization with straight waves. And it makes a difference. So I think you're on to something. I haven't been able to figure out, you know, how how to bring it into the picture except with visualization. But there is there is something to that. And it's and it's yeah. the waves. It's the fact that those two things are straight waves. The other thing I wanted to say was there was a woman who did uh and I'm with you on the whole grounding thing obviously. But there was a woman that came on a call and said that she did do what Dwight said. She put it in the third plug and she felt like she was getting electrocuted. So there we kind of have proof of somebody who kind of felt that way. Um, The other thing I just want to clear up is um, I know in the calls I've been recommending CBD and the last time we were on a call hemp seed oil came out. So I was getting a little confused so I actually called some people the people who make the CBD 
uh, product that I have. And she says, this is a huge issue. A lot of people get this confused. Hemp seed oil that you get in the store, and you can use it as salad dressing, and some people said they rub it on their body. It's only like about $6. That's the seed only. That seed has very little CBD. The CBD product I'm talking about and that studies have been done over it is CBD infused into hemp oil. So it's called CBD-rich hemp oil. And it's a concentrated CBD, and it comes from the stalk and the stem. And this is where the studies have been done. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at a U.S. government patent, of course, and it lists some of the key points that they even found, anti-seizure, oxidative-associated diseases, Alzheimer, Parkinson's cancer, autism, glaucoma, blood and oxygen flow, anti-anxiety, and neuroprotective properties. So those have, you know, or, or, oh, there's more. So protect against cellular damage and no toxicity even in 700 milligram doses. Um, well, that's the government, so anybody needs proof on that. So I just wanted to clarify it, you know, that, and the CBD infused oil is going to be more expensive. I think the cheapest one I started off with was $60. But it's dropped and it comes in liquid and you put it under your tongue. And you hold it there, so most of it goes into the membrane, and then you swallow it. Like right now, I have one that 25 milligrams for 10 drops. So they go way high. They go start low all the way up to high. So I just wanted to clarify that because I didn't want anybody to go get hemp oil, start taking it, and you know, because I had my blood pressure go down. It took the heat out of my brain, the top of my head, took the swelling from my brain, which... You know, I didn't want somebody to try the salad dressing. <laughs> oh, no, hold it. Let me clarify a little bit. Is that Barbara? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to clarify a little bit. Nobody nobody said go buy the salad dressing. Oh, no, no, no. one's claimed that it would do the same thing as the CBD oil. Why didn't say that? Uh, but there's, um, in other words, I want to explain the difference, CBD if you don't mind, um, with Jesus, Alice. And it, and it is hemp oil. CBD comes from the, yeah, the plant, I know. but it comes yeah. from a different part. And yes. it, CBD in the infusion into the hemp yes. oil is the product that helps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and hemp oil oh, no, no, has not, benefits. I'm confused. I'm not saying you said that at all. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just saying I, I, I was getting I was going, gee, oh. could I be you know, using a $7 product instead of a $60 no, no. product? So, no. so what you're saying is don't smoke the salad dressing? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other issue. Now, well marijuana can have CBD in it, but what uh-huh. makes it illegal is it's got a lot of THC in it. So the CBD-infused hemp oil only has 0.3 THC in it, which makes it legal. You can get it anywhere. However, the, the CBD extraction comes from out of the country. I, as far as I can tell, you can't do that inside this country. I don't know why, but you know how that goes. So I don't think that I don't think that's an issue. I mean, California, Colorado, you can 
do whatever you want with any of those products. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, well, it's not an issue here, but for most people it is. I'm in California. Not well, an it issue. Was, it was on the ballot for Florida as medicinal. Did it? Oh, as medicinal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if it passed, but, you know, my reasoning is anything to get organized crime away from making money off mm-hmm. of something that grows as easy as tomatoes. Yeah. Well, we'll let you know what happens here. They're going through all kinds of things here, trying to figure out how to do it. It passed in Florida, Neil. Oh, it did? Yes. I have a question. Last night I, I was awakened around 3 o'clock with forced vomiting. Is there anything you can suggest as far as uh, shielding on that? Um, were you feeling any kind of symptoms before it happened? Well, really extreme pain in the chest, and then they kept moving moving it up further till it was, like, lodged in my throat and... Uh, what what they want you to do is they want you to choke on your vomit. And it's pretty much that's what they're trying to do to me anyway. So I was just wondering if there was anything. Like I've got a grounding sheet that I got from less EMF. Should I unplug that then? Yeah, I would because uh, if you're plugging it into the third prong of your house power, then you are bringing in ELFs. Okay, well, then I'll unplug that. I mean, like I said earlier, if people want to use a ground through the house ground, use it for less than five minutes. It'll bleed all the electricity off out of your body and then disconnect it from yourself. Don't even leave it in the wall because it's going to become an antenna that they can superimpose and amplify the things that they're sending through the neutral ground. Okay. Thank you. Can y'all hear me? Um, yeah. I would like to kind of say maybe try that, Adrian, and see if you hurt more because what I find they're doing to me at night is they're sending a lot of electromagnetic frequencies that are more on the electrical side than microwave, and I, I wake up feeling cooked and my body's tired. Last night I, I used my grounding blanket plugged in all night, um, and I felt so much better. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not disagreeing with you, Neil, but maybe we... Yeah, no, I'm happy to hear the contrast. Yeah, because I I just don't see how they they can put anything through that ground. Um, It's not. It's the neutral coming off the transformer, and the the report says it's through a fiber optic interface. uh I mean, a a $5,000 erroneous spectrum analyzer... in Missouri is picking up ELFs, and the range of that one unit is from 0.1 hertz up to whatever its high end is. It's definitely coming from the ground plug. It's not coming from the the actual two electrical sockets. Are you sure? Well, I'm an electrician, so I'm just going to tell you in every residential home besides mobile homes, you'll look and see where all the white wires, which are the neutral, which in the two prongs is the the wider, I should say taller, bigger prong, and then the one to the right of it is the smaller one is the hot. When you look in the main box, all the white wires, which are the power company's neutrals, are all tied to the same bus bar 
as all the bare copper wires, which is the third prong, which makes everything go to the earth. What I do notice is that uh, people having problems and taking note um, and looking around, finding that wire that's supposed to be screwed tight onto the clamp on their ground rod has been loosened, which my reasoning, what they're doing is making it so, so that there's no earth to bleed off what they're sending through, <clears throat> what they're superimposing. Neil, do you know what happened? Oh, go ahead. And do you know what happened well, to Sean? Okay. Sean? Something real quick. Um, like, I mean, I, I think maybe we should try what you're doing, but if we start feeling worse, maybe go back to grounding at night because, cause Neil, it just helped me so much. I mean, I've been waking up yeah, the, for a couple for, months. For me, it's it's. I just feel that I have to give a... Uh, a disclosure that there could be a problem with low frequencies causing not good effects by people that are hooking up overnight <clears throat> because I don't want anybody to wake up with go kill yourself, you worthless piece of poop. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, I, I just have to say this, too, since it's being recorded, that um, if you're grounding yourself through house power... Um, it is a good idea to go to the AutoZone or some auto parts store, pick up an inline fuse with uh, a wire sticking out each end, and just hook that wire up to the wire that you're going to hook whatever you're grounding to get yourself grounded to so that it's in between you and the wire you're running into the wall. Because if lightning hits or you have 80-volt bleed back, which can happen if a box isn't wired right, um, you could get shocked. And, I mean, by lightning would be big time. You'd really get shocked, okay? I so got that's, that's why the light sure does we're grounded. Yeah, make sure we're grounded and um, the outlet's grounded, too. I got you. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, just... I'm always happy to hear contrast here. I'm certainly not here to be right. I... I feel just as speculative about a lot of things. So the proof is in the pudding, and I really honor anybody and everybody that does experiments and then comes to the call and reports, you know, the ups and downs of it all. So thank you. Yeah, yeah and I'm not, like, disagreeing with you. I'm just like, you know, um, it really helped me. So I don't know. It may just not be messing with my, you know, ground wiring or the neutral wiring, but they may do that to some people. So it's like you know, we we really just need to out, you know, if we are going to. Yeah, I I agree because you know Dwight Dwight and I just went back and forth about all this, and I was pretty adamant adamant about it for safety reasons because I don't want anybody to have what the ELFs can do, which you can see Barry Trower's report on my frequency list. So email me if you don't have that PDF because it's. It really is invaluable information. It's just a compilation of a lot of frequencies and systems uh, that are around us and military-grade systems and who the FCC has licensed what to. And unfortunately, you know, spectrum analyzers block out the frequency ranges that are used by the military-industrial complex. So that's considered uh, classified, and we don't have access to it. 
Neil, could you explain the fiber optic uh, comment you made? Would that have anything to do with the fact that, like AT&T and everybody here, put fiber optics at the beginning, even though they're still using the same copper lines? Um, so fiber optics is evidently coming into our houses. Now, what, I'm a little confused what you're saying about fiber optics. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not a fiber optic tech. I just know that you can move light at 186,000 miles per second. So any signal processing you're doing would be very, very fast. And that would be fiber optics, which is what yeah, they're using. Yeah, it's run all over the whole world. I mean, 15 years ago, I met a backhoe operator that did a 17-mile country road uh, from the main highway into the little city I lived in in NorCal. And uh, he said he was going to Costa Rica with his backhoe after that and that they were networking up the whole world. So it's interesting that fiber isn't talked about that much because it is a lightning speed system and it is everywhere. And the one report saying that there was some kind of an interface of fiber optic signal processing capability put through the neutrals of power companies but as as Kyle's pointing out too, you know, some people may report grounding themselves to the third prong in their plugs in their wall and feel better by doing that all night, um, and others may not. I, I can just only say that hooking up a, a five thousand dollar spectrum analyzer and finding ELFs there, and then looking at the effects of what the you know frequencies from 0.1 hertz to about 50 hertz some of them you know cause heart racing loss of appetite upset your sleep make you feel apathetic uh, so that's just i have to say those perspectives I, and i'll just say as a final note um, do it at your own risk like everything and be very perceptive about how you feel physically mentally emotionally and spiritually. Fiber optics is just a difference between, it's just glass. It's, all, it's just a fine glass. That's why it travels so so much faster than the metal that they used to use. And it has a lot more storage capabilities. I know when they hey. put the installation in my house, it was fiber optics and coaxial cable, but I didn't know how they interfaced them. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We used to lay fiber optic for Quest. My ex-husband did. Um, we traveled all over the country laying that stuff. Hi, is it Skizit? What's that? Neil? Hi, Neil. I'm sorry. Is the woman speaking? Is that Skizit? No, she she's not on the phone. Okay, Neil, listen. Um... I am not going to try to switch any kind of subject from what you're talking. I'm not trying to do that. But something happened to me tonight, and that's why I'm calling on the call. And I'm emotionally, the pain is so unbearable, emotionally, the mental torture, uh, psychologically and physically, what's being done to me. And uh, it's been going on for four years, 24-7, and it just happened again. I, I tried to go to a store. I was gang stalked 
And it wasn't just gang stalking. They actually remotely controlled me in the store. They put me in hypnotic trance, uh, like a hypnotic state. And they just, they use my eyes as cameras. They can see through my eyes. They hear what I hear. And they just really have tried to perfect taking over my body physically and some type of robotics. Or I don't know if it's DOD, DARPA, or what they're doing, but they really are controlling my eyes and movement and hands and forced speech. And they're trying to drive me to death. And I feel like this is more an assassination or like a premeditated murder of what they're trying to do to me because I've been dealing with this for so long and I can't even go to a store to go grocery shopping without being terrorized, terrorized, trying to just get food to survive. I don't know what to do. I tried a few things for shielding and it didn't work. I don't know what to do. Yeah, um, I'd say that even temporarily disabling implants would be a good idea if if you go on to citizensaht.org and probably halfway or so down the page you'll see where it's it says the implants it, it's showing pictures on the homepage cover of a variety of implants and the ones that are run uh, triggered through smartphones and can send and receive data but there's a little spot you can click on implants I would go there and take a look at the typical positioning of where those implants are and really focus on behind your ears, the top of your head, um, sometimes in the webbing of your fingers. Really look at your skin on your body closely for tiny little scars about a quarter inch long. They'll be very hairline, very subtle. Sometimes you have to pull back a little wrinkle to to see it, you'll catch it by, you know, moving your skin around in the light. And that would be the place that you would want to put a strong magnet. Um, and I'm not saying to leave it on your body a long time. Uh, it's nice if you can buy the magnets that have north marked on them so it has an N on one side because there's some health reports that say always point north towards you. I'm not suggesting people leave magnets on their body for a long time, but if you were to put it to those places uh, when that's happening and see if you can disconnect. And and the other thing is to use, um, if you go to YouTube, the guy's kind of unprofessional, but um, this is just up to people if they want to do it. You can buy a stun gun. And you can get some enamel-coated copper wire, like about 12-gauge, I'd say. And uh, it's enamel-coated so that if you touched it, it wouldn't shock you. And then all you do is take a Coke bottle or something round, take the wire you bought at Home Depot, and wrap it around some round tube that's a reasonable size. And as you'll see when you go to James Shin, S-H-I-N, I could share on on YouTube, um, he he's showing uh, of the two connections sticking out of the front of the stun gun that shocks somebody. You'll hook one end of your coil wire up to one connection there, 
And then on the other end, um, what I did is mounted the coil onto a, a little board along with the stun gun because the other wire you're going to leave about three-sixteenths of an inch uh, close but not touching the other connection of the stun gun. And that's to prevent burning out the, the circuit. But what you're doing is you're creating a super electromagnetic pulse. Um, and if it's not done that way, if you hooked both wires up to both connections of the stun gun, it would just roast the circuit and smoke would come out of it and it'd be done. So uh, is that supposed to be like, is this supposed to help decrease what they're doing to my body? Or is it supposed to just try to maybe block is try to block the resonance of this or yeah what is it yeah i don't i don't have enough information about completely taking over a a person physically making them move Uh, right so all i can say is if it is implant related and you can break up their signal with a magnet or that high-powered tesla coil i just described okay then um you may be able to disconnect. And again, really, this is an experiment because I don't have a whole lot of people that are reporting a complete body takeover like that. Where okay. I'm really, you know, I, don't have, I have nobody to talk to about this. I haven't met any other victim that this is happening to. Uh, although I did speak to Amy Anderson and she had claimed that they were using her eyes the same way. And also Magnus Olsen, but I I don't really I haven't met anybody that that this is happening to like me. And I spoke to someone named Karen Stewart, and she's an NSA whistleblower, and she told me that she thinks I'm I'm probably implanted because of how they're using me. You know, and that's coming from somebody who used to work at the NSA, so she might know something about implants if she worked at the NSA. You know. Yeah, but what oh, you yeah. did it say? Can I what jump you... in here for a second? Mm-hmm. Just a second. Sure. Um, they they used they wanted me to write a letter. And what they did was they sat outside. I lived on the second floor and they sat outside in the car, oh maybe thirty feet away, and they used a beam and they hit I don't know if they hit the eyeball or the optic nerve. I don't know which where it came in, but what they did was they were watching me type the letter on my computer, but they only kept one eyeball, and it they called it far viewing, and what they did was they could see everything I was doing, and my eye felt like a telescopic lens. Oh, wow. And the other the other eye was kept normal for depth perception. So, you know, I didn't fall off my chair or you know, I was on the keyboard. And they I they were actually doing this because I was making mistakes and they were telling me to go back and erase them and rephrase and respell and stuff like that. So this is just putting you in a beam. I didn't have an implant. Um, As far as fiber optics, they took a two to five millimeter, um, two pieces of fiber optics, uh, as thick as my hair, a little thicker and stiffer than my hair, 
and put it an inch in my hairline. Um, they knocked me out in a motel and did it there. And um, what happened was they would take a high-energy beam and hit me with it coming from behind. And because the optics was in my hairline up an inch, it was the fiber optics was picking up this energy and pumping this into my head, so I couldn't think, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't function. I mean, it just, it, it was just so, you know, all this energy pouring into your head. I mean, it was not good. So finally, what I did was I took a little pen knife and I just dug them out a little bit and. It went away. I they couldn't they couldn't do it anymore. But it took me a long, long time to figure out where it was coming from because I thought it was coming from in front of me. But what they were doing is hitting me with a high energy beam from behind. And boy, I'm telling you, a couple of times they hit me, and I thought I was electrocuted. Let me tell you, I just sat there and trembled. I couldn't do nothing. So fiber optics can be. I mean, it isn't technically an implant, but it it sticks up a little bit, but it does pick up an awful lot of energy. That's all I got to say. Okay, thank you. Okay. I have a question, guys, um, about the grounding mat and the grounding cords. Um, I sleep well when I have, actually, the only sleep I've had in a week was the night I had a grounding wristband on. But I was wondering, I was looking on Amazon to maybe get some more grounding um, devices, and I know they have a mat, and it comes with a wristband. Um, Do you attach, does that one not go into the outlet? Does that one go, do you attach the wristband to the mat, and you're just grounding naturally? I'm not really sure how that works. What was the question? I'm sorry, I'm multitasking. Um, Just about... uh, if you get a grounding mat and it comes with a wristband, do you attach the wristband to the grounding mat? Because it looks like it just has banana clips on the end of that wristband as opposed to the one that I have that's grounded into the outlet. Yeah, the idea would be to run it to the outlet and then run it to yourself because you're probably not going to be laying naked on the mat. So unless your bare feet or something is touching it, it wouldn't do anything. But if they're if they're using anti-static straps for your wrist or your ankle, um, those may not work. Okay. Again, it's a matter of observation and seeing if you feel better. I mean, I know if I go get in the ocean during the summer in Florida, uh, where it's you know 80 degree water, so it's comfortable. I can just lay where the waves are coming up over me. In 20 minutes, I feel so much better, and that's, you know, a major good place anywhere there's a body of water to bleed off electricity out of you. So uh, there is benefit in grounding. I I would never question that. It's a matter of doing it safely because the power company's wiring is being used for nefarious does the wristband, does it need to be touching my skin, or can I put it over a shirt? Yeah, it should be touching your skin. You've got to have your body connected to it for it to work. 
Okay. Neil, I thank you for giving me some uh, input on your website to look at some of the things that you have on there regarding implants. I do not know if I have an implant, and I know that Dr. John Hall said that you don't have to have an implant for this to be done to you. Um, what I wanted to say is that the, and I'm not looking for a pity party here, but I'm so much in emotional anguish of what they're doing to me and my family members. They're using all of us as test subjects without our consent, and we're all suffering, um, and they isolate each of us. And, and um, But I'm a witness to what they're doing to them and doing to myself, obviously. And And the thing about this is that it's not just the physical torture that they're doing at different times of the day and night. That It's 24-7 a day is monitoring, monitoring not just from outside of my body, but inside of the body. They're inside my brain and my eyes 24-7. And they induce their feelings, their ideas. They induce images into my skull. Uh, it's not hallucinations in front of me. They induce horrifying, horrifying images uh, they do controlled dreams of me, artificially controlled dreams. Many of the things that they're doing, Dr. Robert Duncan spoke about to Tyrone Du in a video called Neural Linguistics uh, is with the, the, the forced speech manipulation, but he also spoke about how they can induce imagery like a movie in your head. And he spoke a lot about these things, Dr. Robert Duncan, and this was happening to me before I even found out about Dr. Robert Duncan. And then once I listened to him, I was like, oh, my God, they're doing the same things to me. So um, it's very humiliating to be in a store and have certain perps be near you taking pictures and using an iPhone possibly uh, with maybe some type of an app or grid or some kind of program where they're just pressed on a screen to any of your body parts and they're able to control a body part and able to look you in your face when you know that they're doing these things to you and you feel helpless that there's nothing you can do and you've just been used like a robot. And these people get off on this. They smile at me, but you can see that their, 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 their ego, their pride, and the satisfaction that they get out of being so evil beyond uh beyond like like uh, uh beyond prison you know this is so inhumane what they're doing to me that it's it's i, I don't even feel human anymore you know there's times you know that I don't feel human and I just somebody, I can't even use a toilet without feeling is, like these people are violating. Yeah. Some somebody's okay. suggesting that you go on eBay and get an orgone pendant. And there's some that will be considered like a tower buster which will break that frequency lock that they're they're connecting to. I mean, if it's okay. medical body area network implants, then they're doing it through smartphones. And oh, okay. you can you can pick up one of those orgone pendants. They're just particles of metal and, and sometimes some semi-precious stones. Um, some of these people have been at it for a long time. So uh, watch, you know, like how many sales they've made and how many people are watching particular things and 
pick yourself up something for 20 or 30 bucks, even less okay. sometimes. You, you, may, you may feel a feeling to be drawn to some particular thing. So just put in Organite uh, Pendant, and it'll be O-R-G-O-N-I-T-E. Okay. All okay. right. So this comes from uh, Wilhelm Reich, R-E-I-C-H, who uh, was majorly blackballed out of the scientific community, which is a real sign that he was up to something that was a threat to somebody's evil agenda. I, I made their chemtrail unit for about $125 in materials, and uh, not only did it clear the chemtrails, about seven miles in all directions, but I ended up with a black helicopter circling my property and a guy dressed in military clothes leaning out the passenger side and glaring at me like, your history. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Wow. I did watch a YouTube video of a woman that was speaking at Earth Day from Orlando, Florida, and there was a few people down there speaking about the chemtrails on Earth Day. And they were showing, you know, uh, giving out pamphlets and information about it. And um, I thought it was a very good video. I thought it was very good. The people that spoke in an interview uh, about the chemtrails and, you know, what they've been noticing throughout the years living in Orlando and how people are just not... I don't know, people are just not paying attention to what's going on in the sky. And can these chemtrails also, uh, and again, I know Magnus speaks about nanobots and nanotechnology, the chemicals that are in the chemtrails. If I go outside and I breathe this in, is it possible that they can control me through the chemtrails? Or no? Um, it's just directed, or just a directed energy scalar wave, microwave, radio frequency, elf wave. The the fact that they're using uh, ionizing technologies to relay a signal from the heart machine to do mind control on people. Um, I don't have enough information on it except to say that the the dissimilar metal particles are. Uh, are being a conductor so that the signal coming from HARP that wouldn't make it very far will make it further, which is why they got so pissed off uh, that I cleared the sky around me. I, I mean, it was blue, like like the 60s. It was beautiful. And I was all happy, but nobody had told me that the chem busters show up on uh, Doppler radar as a little blue dot. If you um, if you're not so involved, what did you do, what did you do, about do me yeah. a favor and hit star six on your phone. Okay. Whoever's not involved in the conversation, that way I can find out. If you're using a speaker phone, just hit star six and uh, mute yourself, and then that way uh, we don't get a delay or an echo. And then you can just hit star six when you want to talk. Thank you. Well, let's see. Um, one of our great researchers has <clears throat> posted an article here that's 
really good in the chat room. It is beneficial to even, you know, if you're sitting in front of a computer while you're on the call, to go to TalkShoe.com and put in the call ID and uh, get on, get in the chat room because sometimes there's links that are posted um, that are really, you know, educational for us and give us better understanding. So uh, one of our XR&D people has posted review of capacitive coupling human body communications based on digital transmission. Uh, the abstract says human body communications have been studied as an enabling technology to meet the recently increased demands for low power and high simplicity in wireless body area networks for wearable device applications. Previous works on HPC focused mainly on channel modeling with a measurement method signal transmission scheme, and transceiver implementation, which means two-way, you're being turned into a two-way radio, sending and receiving data and perhaps signals that are causing pain. Um, in particular, the digital transmission invented as a customized approach for the human body channel has contributed to develop low-complexity HPC systems. This paper addresses ongoing research on capacitive coupling HBC based on digital transmission by exploring recent literature. Uh, for anybody who's interested in this, it's uh, w.sciencedirect.com. And uh, you know, if you come on the call, have a pen and paper ready because <clears throat> sometimes there might be things that you'll you'll want to grab. Let's see if there's a search engine on their site. Yeah, there there's a search engine. So the title of the article is Review of Capacitive Coupling Human Body Communications Based on Digital Transmission. You could probably put in just Review of Capacitive Coupling and get it. Otherwise, it's w.sciencedirect.com. Um. Thank you, Neil. And 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 Neil, what what can someone do to help deal with the mental anguish of how these people are using you like this, and and you're just trying to stay alive, and you can't even go to a store or any place. I can't even go anywhere, not even a church, uh, without being followed, and you know, the the tactics, the mental tactics that they do. What can I do emotionally to to help myself and just, you know, uh, and when no, when no one believes me, like, you know, some of the people through your organization do believe me, but my parents don't believe me. My siblings don't believe me. My brother does a little bit, but, but he thinks I should try to do some kind of, try to find more ways to shield from this, but... How do I handle the mental anguish of this and humili the humiliation of these people and how they're treating me in public places? Well, it's, it's to realize that they are trying to get under your skin, and they're trying to make you feel hopeless. So by whoever's got an echo going there, if you're using a speakerphone, hit star six on your phone so that you don't have a delay. Um, the realization, when T.I. reported that 
by ignoring them after three years, they just quit bothering him because he gave it no power. So, yeah, you know what? They've sabotaged our dreams and taken the smile off our face a lot. People are ignoring us. It, it is hard. There, There's a time to scream and a time to cry. And it's good to do both whenever you feel like doing it in a place where it's not going to bother anybody or you might actually get a warm hug and some support. But the rest of the time is to just say, yeah, I know they're trying to isolate me. And I know that prick over there across the store aiming his smartphone at me um, horizontally is locking onto my implants and doing something, whether it's causing pain or, or playing a frequency to cause a particular emotional reaction. It is really to just realize you're already in misery. The world is a mess. This whole system and its arrogance will trip on its own shoelaces and collapse eventually. Hopefully we'll all be here to see that and have a big party. Mm -hmm. And the big thing is to not, not let it get to you, especially when you see people around like whatever. I mean, talk about let's put some chlorine in the gene pool. You guys are so pathetic. Uh, let's go back to the King Arthur days when men had dignity and and were intelligent and fought for things that they believed were right. For some reason, the quality of humanness has really gone down the drain with a, a percentage of people. Uh, we're certainly not, you know, in as good of an economy as we were 40 years ago. So I'm sure some of these people uh, may take a job doing these things, and then, of course, their management gives them justification by saying you're a child molester or a drug dealer or, you know, a useless eater on disability. Um, but the whole motive for them is to wear you down and get you to throw in the towel and give up. But Can I have, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just wanted to add this. Um, yeah, I, I think rather than the human beings um, going downhill in, in a particular way, I think I, something's just being revealed to me, that there is something in human beings that we uh, we need to work on real badly. But um, there is this, hon, are you are you faithful? Are you, are you a Christian? Do you believe in God and in Christ? Because yeah. I have found this, and I know this. I, I've always been a Christian. But um, there is nothing more um, reassuring than knowing that God is someone who never changes. He's always with us. That was the whole idea for Christ coming to earth and um, doing what he did for us. So uh, if, if you, even if you can't get to church, if you'd like to go to church, what you can do is turn on the radio. There, there are Christian stations where you get, you have to pick and choose because all those preachers aren't great, you know. But there are some good ones to listen to. Uh, they really don't understand what's going on with us, but they do understand what um, the Bible has said, has written. And um, and I'll certainly say a prayer for you tonight because I know you must be going through a difficult time. Just know that there is God who does know what's going Thank on with you. And he, he's got a plan, and you're part of it. So hang in there. Okay, thank you. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm just very desensitized 
to everything. Do you have yeah. an email that you could get a little bit of interaction? You want to give your email on the phone call? Yeah. My email is human rights, so one word, lowercase letters, human, H-U-M-A-N-R-I-G-H-T-S, number two, number nine, at fastmail.com, F A S T. M-A-I-L dot com. And again, it's Kelly from New York. Uh, I have spoken to Neil before. I, I've spoken to Derek over the past four years when this very, when this started four years ago. And it actually started several years ago, the gang stalking. But it's it, the past four years has been, um, they they did something to my eyes. And I, and I, I, I wish that I could just, get more people to, to be able to talk to and really believe that I'm telling the truth, you know. Do you, um, do you have a copy of the 44-page booklet on our website? No, no. Well, well, you should. You should have a copy of that so that you can show people. I, I mean, Michael Bell was on Ella's call last night, and I said, you know, your book was the first book that I bought about five years ago. And I carried it with me wherever I went. And uh, if I ran across people that I wanted to know, I pulled out the book. And I said, it's so nice to have something tangible that that shows it. I'm like, hey, nobody would bother to write a book like this unless it was happening. Any more than I would bother to write Waves of Darkness if it wasn't happening. So by having something tangible that people can see... There's been a few people, I said, just read two pages. And, you know, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but this is a threat to the whole human race. And some of us are being severely tortured, and the rest of humanity needs to know about it because you're supporting part of the systems that are being used against us. Smart meters okay. and, you know, all that. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Kelly, what's your uh, so, number again? What's that? Which Kelly's number again? What's her number? Yeah. Oh, oh no, I didn't. I didn't get my phone oh. number out. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, just just her email. Okay. Well, somebody's reporting. I feel like they're doing this to me to try to force me, not just out of the state, but considering leaving the country because of what's doing, because I went to two other states and I was still remotely controlled by remote neural monitoring. They still used my eyes and they still did these, you know, the uh, mind control, which is a hypnotic type of method that they're doing. And they also do V2K to me. They say horrible things to me. They verbally abuse me every day. They sexually violate me several times per day. I'm being molested every day. I've been raped more than 20 times. I've had uh, physical rapes with drug inducement and electronic simulated forced rapes upon my body, and uh, including at a hospital uh, a year ago. And um, to try to explain this to someone what it means, silent rape and electronic rape, uh, when you're being touched to your genitals by a directed energy force. And 
how do you explain this to someone that you're being poked in your private parts and that your your body's being jolted and sometimes they they, they pump from the inside out and um, they pulsate my heart and my chest at any time and they just do a lot of different sensations to my body that are completely not natural. It's it's definitely not a medical condition doing this. Uh, I'm too smart enough to know what's going on. My own body picks up on it. As soon as they do something to me that's not natural, yeah. I can tell the difference between medical, something that's medical, and something and what's being done by directed energy. And um, it's not fibromyalgia that's doing this. So, you know, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, and that was a few years ago, and it's definitely not fibromyalgia. So that's a bunch of bullshit right there. Uh, but they're they're using this as a cover up, and they can use other illnesses as you know to cover up what they're really doing to me and other people. And uh, they don't like when I they don't like smart women, the people that are my perps and handlers. They don't like me being smart. They don't want me competent. They try to make me feel dumb and retarded. They try to make me feel like I have ADD, which I don't have. They try to make you feel childlike or dumbfounded. Uh, you're looking at your phone. They try to make you feel like, you know, like you're looking at your phone like you're a child. They, they, they induce these feelings in me that I don't have. And it's an artificial intelligence that's doing it. And they also abuse me by using my own hands against my will and they have used my hands violently against myself. So I don't self-afflict afflict myself. And these people have slapped me in my own face with my own hand. They can feel through the hands. They feel through my body. They, uh, they, they, they try to control my hands when I bathe myself in the shower, when I'm on a toilet, when I try to eat food. Uh, they try to control what I eat first, what I eat next. Uh, this is like a takeover of the physical body. Um, it might be some kind of, you know, testing on prosthetics for soldiers, and they're just using this technology to test on, you know, to see how it works with prosthetics or uh, or maybe, you know, some kind of DARPA project or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't really care what they're doing it for, but this is definitely not research. It's not behavioral modification. It's not... Um, to me, it's torture studies. That's what this is for me. I think they're I think they're studying torture, the effects of torture on a person, and I think that uh, that they're also looking for reactions and responses at all times. So they do things to me just to get me to, to react and respond to what they're doing. But I need to do more constructive things with shielding or other things that I can do, like you said, the organite pendant. I need to really, really try to get even, I don't know, maybe go somewhere that I can get some grounding or something because I really got to try to get, try to break this up, this resonance of these signals of what they're doing because they're really physically uh, using me like a, ro like a robot, like a mind-controlled slave. I have a how, suggestion. How long? Quickly. Um, if, if you get some, not those, uh, big, huge magnets, but just those nickel-sized magnets that you can get at the hardware store, but they have to be super magnets, so they're the new aluminum ones. But as far as the rape is concerned, you can tape one to your panties, or if they bother you somewhere else, you can you can put them in different places besides your hat, you know. So um, try that and 
uh, I, I have found those to work in different situations. Uh, thank you. Okay. I'm supposed to say I'm sorry you're going through that. I you don't have to convince like- anything. We we understand because we go through the same things. I just, I just, sometimes I feel like all of this is one big movie, and I don't really know if there's real victims out there of this. I'm just like, I know, I know the facts. I read the websites that people have posted, the information, the patents, the technology, how they're used, how they use Voice to Skull in the Iraq War. I've, I've read, I've gone on Neil's website, and I've looked at their information. I've looked at Skizit's videos. And I say, oh, my God, they're doing the same thing to me in the grocery store. Uh, you know, and I look at some of these things, you know, and, and then I get other, other times I, 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 I hear perps coming on these calls. I'm like, oh, my God, not another perp, you know. I, I, you know. And so um, I just take it for what it is, and I, I take the information for what, whatever is out there. But at the same time, I'm like, how, how does Dr. John Hall claim that this is like in the thousands. Like, where are these people? If it's more than 5,000 people, where are these people? You know, you we're only to, like, you know, we're only four people on a phone call, four or five people. Where are the thousands of people this is happening to? Well, we that's why you got to reach out so that you can find more people that don't know the term targeted individual or maybe haven't gotten online and found anything to get led somewhere to find out there's more. Oh, okay. It's probably I went, more like 1.2% of the population across the whole world. We're talking millions of people. On we just lower have to levels, find, it's happening to everybody. I talked I talked to a guy today, Neil, who is on a terrorist list who is Muslim, and he doesn't do the calls. You know, I don't even know how he found me online somewhere. And, um, you know, a lot of people just keep it to themselves. Yeah. Or they don't know what's going on. They don't even know what a targeted individual was. I didn't. Yeah, me either. Someone goes, you're a TI. I go, what's that? Yeah, I, 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 I try to not, I try not to, when I speak to people about this, to communicate as a TI, but as a victim of human rights violations under international law. And uh, I feel that my rights of habeas corpus you know, I had an attorney tell me in the past four years, I've, tr- I've called over 400 attorneys all over the U.S. trying to get an attorney to help me with any part of this, whether it's gang stalking, anything, police violations, anything. And one attorney said to me, he says, this is like a form of, ha- a form of habeas corpus. He says, you've been kidnapped into a program and, you know, you're being kidnapped in 72 hours. You don't get to see a judge. You don't get to see an, you don't get an attorney. You know, you're not even being charged or convicted of any crime in any court. You have to be in court to be convicted of a crime in front of a judge. You have to be arrested. And he says, you know, I don't know what else to do. He says, but you, as a pro se on your own, you could try to file a lawsuit based on the habeas, habeas corpus law. You know, other than that, he didn't know what else I could do. So... Well, I mean, if we had legal recourse, then a whole lot more ground would have been made, but that's not easy to do. Right. Technology and the methodologies of organized crime 
threatening, blackmailing, and paying off people that are involved in court systems has pretty much hijacked anything that we would consider our constitutional rights. It's going to go to the arrogant point that it's going to antagonize a revolution. I, I can see the look on the ex-Vietnam guys' faces. They know something's going on, and they're not happy about it. I can feel people. Yeah, I, I, I you know, like I said, my father was an Air Force veteran in Vietnam, and they're using him. And, you know, I'm a witness to how they're using him and using my mother and they're doing some of the similar things to them. And, uh, but they're, they're an older, you know, older age, different generation. But again, that doesn't matter because they're still suffering with this, but they're being, their, their idea of what this is being done for is kind of like they're, they're being manipulated to think that this is being done for national security. Like this has to be done on Americans for national security. Like, like they need to test this stuff out. Like it's, like it's a positive thing to torture humans, you know, not to torture humans, but to be testing this equipment. And they just have, they're just manipulating my parents that way into thinking that, you know, um, that, they, that they can't do anything. Like, like that their freedom's been taken and they can't really do anything to stop this. And I'm I'm on the other side of that. I'm like, you know, every day I'm trying to fight this. Every day I'm oh, fighting this, it. This is every you day. understand the depth of this. This is no experiment at all. This is premeditated to turn the human race against itself and destroy it. And the the as subtle as it is, probably the most powerful thing that's happening to everybody on some level is artificial intelligence based. And what's reported is that if they wanted enough people to vote for a particular president or go to a particular restaurant, that they're capable of doing that on subliminal levels. Um, As far as having superimposed dreams go, since I'm just remembering you mentioned that, um, you know, getting one of those little beanies with a motor on it, or anything with a little motor, if you can find out if it's a brush motor, it has to have brushes in it, and it'll put out a pulse. And if you count in your head 1,001, and you hear that motor go tick, 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 the closer you can get to 8 hertz, the more benefit I find. But anything disruptive, DC motors work. It's the Dream Shield I built four years ago. I use it every night. If I don't charge up the batteries, uh, a lot of mornings I'll wake up feeling like I've been somewhere I didn't want to be or uh, angry or hopeless. So, oh, so, so they, they, you have controlled dreams? I'm saying my Dream Shield keeps them out of my dreams. Oh, okay. By using a little, any little hobby shop, little motor built on the top of a beanie hat, you could just lay that next to you on your pillow near you when you're sleeping, and your little pulse will disrupt their signal. This is oh, okay. In cases, uh, CD with the different 
sounds and frequencies and it works and does okay. what it does. I would also suggest to everybody to go over to YouTube and put in Dr. Dr. You know, and not doctor spelled out, but just DR and then Virtual 7. And he has uh, a four-hour soundtrack there with ocean waves in the background, and it's called Targeted Individual Wave Scatter. And there's some other ones, too. He has a website. All the comments on YouTube are all saying thank you, uh, which is showing that there is a lot more of us than you know, we realize, and some of those people, as somebody said, are just not coming to calls or speaking up. I mean, there's you know, sometimes 90 people on this call, and there may only be five or six that are actually involved in the conversations or speaking up or sharing. So some oh, okay. people come, and, and they're quiet on purpose. They don't want to be targeted any harder than they already are. Um, so... That makes sense. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a matter of choice. So this virtual seven, um, this doctor virtual seven, this uh, what he put out there on YouTube, is it binaural beats or no? It's just. Well, it's it's frequency specific. I'm not sure how he's figured out everything that he's done, but it, it does work. It's worked for both Skizet and I. And ben oh, like you just you just you do you, you use headphones? No, I don't. I just turn on the the speakers out of the computer and walk around and get stuff done. And okay, not where you have to listen to it in stereo to get the effect. And then there's okay. another one when you're looking at other video options on the right on YouTube, you'll see one that starts out Z as in zebra, K-A-O-S. Um, I think it's breed love E-wing. So it's like Z-K-O-S, breed, wing, uh, breed love E-wing, as weird of a name as it is. He's got some very specific stuff for TIs, and we found that very powerful. Anything you can do to disrupt the signal flow, a lot of this stuff is is automated. So it's just set up, you know. I mean, we don't always just have somebody hanging out on our roof aiming something down at us. That's right. Yeah, and a lot of it is just computer-generated, always, always. Neil, I'm sorry I hate to interject, but I write really slowly because of the tremors I get from the hits. Could you repeat the breed love e-wing? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Z and zebra. Oh, zebra. And I apologize. Z-K-A-O-S. And breed, breed love. One word. B-R-E-E-D-L-O-V-E. And then E wing. E is an echo. W I N G. Thank you so much. Something really powerful there. I mean, if you watch on YouTube the videos and the particular topics, if you put in targeted individual or something in particular, mm -hmm. uh, you'll find how many people are are watching these videos and how many of them are listening to soundtracks and look at the dates on them. <laughs> 
and you'll see. You know, they may only be a couple of months old, but there's 50,000 hits on them. Well, you know, I think there's a lot more people now that are not targeted that know about them. And uh, there's so many people I talk to that do know. And uh, it's just amazing. Well, it is. And, you know, when you go on YouTube, if you sign in, uh, if you feel like it, uh, and you can leave a comment, do leave a comment with the citizensaht.org and any other websites that you see are are full of good information. Certainly stop mm-hmm. Prime from .net, from Deborah Tavares. There's a ton of them out there, but the ones that really paint an overview and show that, you know, perhaps those of us that are older than younger ones um, are implanted, whereas maybe some of the younger ones, they just don't have to bother because now they have uh, nanotech put in, you know, air, food, and water. Right. And even, you know, studying a little bit on quantum dots and how long it took them to penetrate through the skin. (laughs) They're, you know, the equivalent of a a two-way radio or a semiconductor. So now we're dealing with microprocessors that are turning humans into two-way radios, basically, and doing frequency-specific things, of which obviously some of it we can't get information to fully understand the delivery system. Neil, do you have a website to buy the Organite? Um, God, it's been so long since I did any of that. Uh, I mean, if you go on eBay and you look at the sellers that are doing good, you know, the competition's good because people are building quality stuff and they're having to keep their prices competitive to to be able to turn their product. So I've seen some really nice stuff for a really fair price eBay. Um, otherwise, let's start at Courier. So E-T-H-E-R-I-C, and then Warrior with two R's, and an I-O-R, or World Without Parasites. And you can also go to educate underscore yourself dot org. Just make sure you have good antivirus for going to any of those three sites because... some some of us have had problems with getting attacked for going for pretty valuable information. What about this pendant that Magnus Olsen has to, they have developed in Russia? I talked with Derek and said I should have been at that interview because I would have been the one to explain some of this and also the one to ask questions that we'd all want answered. Right. Um, So Derek said, yeah, I'm sorry that you weren't there. It would have made a big difference. But I said, you know, I hadn't checked my email. So I work seven days a week, and every day is just another day pretty much. So I didn't even think of it being, you know, that you were doing that call. But he said he's going to do another one, and he'll give me a call and make sure that I'm going to be on it. And so this will be a time for us to 
ask some deeper questions and, you know, be concerned with our safety when you're you're sending radionic signals through the air that somebody doesn't hijack the interface that they're using to do that. And Sorry. I'm not going to elaborate Sorry. on anything because I don't know the posing um, into the pendant, uh, let alone if something else, as I said, might be able to hijack it and come in and do things that we wouldn't want anybody to have access to. Well, what I was wondering was, uh, Neil, when I saw it, I was, like, really shocked, actually. I, I, I thought it was going to be this electronic thing that, you know, uh, combated V2K and combated all this electronical stuff. And when I saw that it was, like, a necklace, I was like, really? Like, that little necklace pendant for $1,500 can do all that? You know, and... I kind of got suckered in at one point, and I spent $420 on this Q Defender, and I rested it underneath my bed like they told me to and tried it out. And it, to be quite honest with you, it never did anything. The V2K was still there. The burning was still there. Yeah. And I was really out 420 bucks. So I'm looking at this pendant. I can't afford 1500 right now. You know, it would be something that... Like literally, I would have to save up a year for. Yeah, and it's two thousand and fifty dollars. <laughs> but I, I will recommend a scalar device. Okay. Three hundred and ninety-nine dollars from a reliable source. Okay. I've read the deeper instructions. It, it, well, that's a quarter of the price. So. <laughs> this is this is impressive. This isn't going to stop remote neural monitoring or the high pitch right. ring. I don't have V2K, so I couldn't say whether... Oh, you're so lucky. (laughs) You're so lucky that you don't have that. I I got dirty movies played in my head for two years. Man, it was was like... I was really trying to, you know, keep me sexually frustrated, and I finally knew that my neighbors were doing it all the time. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's a a good thing that you got through that, because... I could tell you, like, there's there's just certain things that are really, really hard to get through, and B2K for me personally has always been one of them. Like, I deal with tremendous overt harassment and stalking, and I just got back from my Vegas trip from since the last time I spoke with you two weeks ago, and I just got back, and, like, the harassment and stalking is at an all-time high. People screaming and cursing and spitting and yelling saying all kinds of shit and um you know it's just like basically well i just got back from my trip and this is what i did and this is what you did with your life you know how pathetic but um going back to the v2k it's yeah it's something that you know like it's it's hard to get through and it's something that you have to get through you know yeah you don't have a choice so, uh, Skylar, is that, is that the name of it, or is that oh, it's, uh, you go to the function? Or? Alive.com, and right at the top is called the Rest Shield. You know, I you know when when she, when someone just said to me, some someone just said that you don't have a choice. These people want you to believe that you don't have a choice. They want to take away your right to think and choose 
and make decisions for yourself without any interest. You know, we're confident people. And for me, they interfere when I think and choose and make decisions for myself. They interfere right. 24-7. But for, for, you know, this this is like something that, you know, like, I mean, they um, they want you to think that you don't have a choice. And they want you to stay fearful. They want you to be afraid. For right. me, they always, they always try to make you feel like, oh, you're going to get cancer or you're going to get Parkinson's or you're going to get Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah, mine was um, um, commit suicide or have a heart attack. Or you're going to claim your own power and not choose to buy into them. They're, they're really yeah. How nice is that? <laughs> it's, it's mental tactics that they're doing. It's, it's really mental tactics to try to just break you down. Oh, Without a doubt, I mean it's it's you know trying to drive you into like insanity, trying to trying to drive you into psychosis or maybe even a heart attack, a seizure, or uh, you know some kind of catatonic state or something like that. I mean this is this is what I I believe in my opinion that's what they're trying to do is they want to set you up to either get you arrested or get you arrested, meaning trying to do something that they think they could just arrest you for illegally. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they think that you're making noise in your home and you're not, you know, something like that and creating a phony paper trail and phony police records that you're making noise out of your home. You know, there's, right. there's lots of things that, that the police, there's a lot of things the police are doing out there to victims. And uh, for me, they're writing up phony, phony police reports. And all this stuff, all you're doing is feeding their drama. So when okay. you change your thoughts, you change your reality. Okay. You make, a, you make a conscious decision to say, I don't choose that. Okay. And I'm not intimidated by it. And eventually what goes around is going to come around. By focusing on all this shit that we've talked about so many times on these calls, and mm-hmm. walked away with nothing that was of any benefit to any individual or the whole TI community, let alone the human race. Okay. We really should consider forward progress mm-hmm. by disciplining our thoughts to keep our focus on, I'm really not buying into the drama. I hop yeah. in the car, yeah. <laughs> I go to the store, really... there's smartphones everywhere, mm-hmm. the world is a mess right now, I accept that, and... Some people are going to get back what they put out. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, a hundred percent agree. Um, Neil, we are suffering. Neil, yeah. Uh, this is Brian. Uh, I've been in the hospital in the psych ward for six weeks now uh, under a TI, uh, you know, attack, a V2K attack, and my sister uh, called the police on me and lied completely that I was going to kill myself and uh, spit on the walls of my apartment, all that. The police didn't listen to anything I had to say. I've been here six weeks. The doctor didn't listen. Uh, then I didn't have the assistance from the, uh, you know, the, the courts didn't listen. Now they're bringing me for the courts. They got mandated injections, something called AOT, assisted outpatient treatment, the second time in three years. And there's really nothing I can do. I'm just sitting around here did, doing did nothing. Did you get the affidavit off of Citizens Against Harm? Yeah, yeah. My lawyer said nothing. My lawyer said it doesn't, it doesn't, it won't work. Is it notarized? Uh, even even notarized. Yeah, it would work. Notarize it. 
Yeah, he didn't notarize it. He said it wouldn't work. No, it was it was, it was the mental hygiene lawyer. So I'm just sitting here doing nothing, trying to get out of here. And uh, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a hospital on Long Island, uh, just, uh, you know, victimized again, you know. And uh, there's nothing I can do. I just have to sit here, and um, I'm being uh, manipulated by the, uh, by the by the by the doctors and the hospital, and uh, you know, medicated and injected, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, any any thoughts anyone has, I'd appreciate it. Did you say you're in a hospital? Yeah, I'm in another psych hospital. There is something you can do about it. You can get a hold of what's called an ombudsman. Right. And you can assert your abilities and your intelligence and tell them that you're not suicidal and homicidal. And um, an ombudsman will fight for you and threaten to sue them. That's what I did. I, I went down to the sheriff's department and filed a complaint against them told him I was going to sue them and the psychiatrist, and I haven't been in one in, like, three years now. Well, the thing is, I'm in the hospital. We went before the courts, and the judge you know, ordered me involuntarily, uh, uh, you know, uh, admitted to the hospital uh, until uh, they medicate me, and I'm at the hands of the, uh, the, the, uh, the psychiatrist. And they can only keep me here until, like, the 6th of January, but they may, you know, they may get an extension. And so right now I'm in the hospital and there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, you know, Okay, my own, my own. so when you get out, when you get out, you right. get on the internet and you look for the uh, look type in a uh, bunsman. Okay. And you get a hold of one of them and you tell them that they're overmedicating you, tell them whatever's going on, tell them that you're not suicidal, tell them that you're not homicidal and that's what those hospitals are for. Tell them that, you know, they're committing malpractice, whatever's going on, and then you file complaints. You go down to the sheriff's department, literally go down there, tell them you want to file a complaint, tell them that you're going to be looking for a lawyer to sue them, and they have to listen to you, and they have to take the complaint, and they'll back off. Would that stop the mandatory uh, uh, injections called AOT, Assistopation Treatment? Well, it won't stop it right now, but it'll stop it in the future. I mean, this it's an on, I don't know about you, but for me it was an ongoing thing and I finally put a stop to it. Right. I've been going with this for 30 years. Uh, huh? I've been going with this for 30 years or more. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, in that in that hospital for 30 years. Uh, it's ridiculous. Well, you got to get a hold of an ombudsman. An ombudsman will will fight for you. And is that is that like in the county or something? Huh? Is it like a county ombudsman or a town ombudsman? They're a health professional that fights for the patient. They're kind of like a. They're not like a lawyer, but they're like a patient advocate. Okay. And they really do fight for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Brian. Yeah. Brian, still there? Yeah. Um, there's a, a, we've talked about this woman before, and I've spoken with her two or three times. Her name is Kathy Meadows, and I believe she's a clinical psychologist, and I don't know exactly what her credentials are, but um, she works for the TI community. Um, she is very aware of what's happening to everyone, what they're doing, and 
you might want to consider calling her and asking her to write a letter for you to validate that what you're experiencing in terms of the harassment and the gang stalking, and that's all she focuses on. She doesn't focus on electronic harassment, the weapons, or V2K um, as much as she does the gang stalking, but I believe she will talk about the V2K a little bit. Um, But I read some... I read a couple of uh, write-ups that she did for another individual um, who sounds like he was in a very similar situation as you, and it was really quite impressive. I do do know she has a fee, but it's really reasonable. It was only like $40 an hour, and, you know, for less than 100 bucks, you could talk to her and have her write you something that you could put in your medical record or take to your doctor and then tell your clinician, whoever that person is, in charge of your case, that you want him to him or her to speak with Ms. Meadows to validate that what you're experiencing is in fact actually true and it's happening all over the world. Well, I, I spoke to Kathy for about a year and she was counseling oh. me. But the thing is that I was going through a V2K attack and I was yelling and she just doesn't speak, doesn't speak to me anymore. So, you know, that, that's something that was very difficult to handle. You know, uh, I was oh. going through a V2K attack and I raised my voice and she doesn't speak to me anymore. So... Oh, does she not believe it? Well, I mean, I was actually, you know, uh, I've been to the hospital a few years ago, and uh, I called her, and uh, she said that I should, I should go in the hospital. She told it to my sister. She said, Joe, I haven't been to the hospital. So, okay. she, you know, that was that was counterproductive to me, so. Gotcha. Mm. Well, that's a shame, because she's probably the only person I've spoken with so far that really knows what's happening. Yeah, so I, I guess I guess the... The takeaway from that is you have to be very, very careful of how, how you behave. As far as, as far as involuntary medications go, though, um, do you know? So you're in? Are you in New York? Yeah, I'm on Long Island. So Long Island. Yeah, so yeah. So each state has their own different rules um, and a governing authorities for involuntary medications. Do you know what what yours is there? No, I don't. Uh, well, I mean, I have an order. I mean, I, you know, I'm mandated to stay here for you know for a total of sixty days, and that ends like around June, you know, I think uh, June, uh, January sixth. Mm. You know, they, they, I mean, they can go for extension, but I don't know if they will. Oh. Well, you're well, fighting a medication enforcement. I'm sorry. Are you fighting the medication? Is that what you're fighting? No, I did, but then I lost it in court. My, my my mental hygiene lawyer just didn't even present any evidence on my behalf. He was just very, totally negligent. So I'm trying to go to the state now. Where, where are you located? I'm in Suffolk County on Long Island. Do you have a phone number of that place? Do you want yeah, I do. you guys to call in? Yeah. It's uh, 631-608-5278. That's the patient phone number here. It's... uh. Southeast one. This is Brian M. Well, some some of you give Brian a call, and did you have a front desk phone number? I uh, know that I don't have this. This goes to the patient phone, so you know, 
and people usually can usually sometimes usually pick it up. I'm, I'm pretty available all the time. Well, I mean, it is true if you become assertive and you start talking the word lawyer, like you could have a good lawyer and not some half-assed mediator that's getting paid off to do nothing. Um, just your assertive energy, it, it's a conviction that you have to break the loop that you're in and stop being a victim. I spoke to the law, one lawyer, you know, they all want $5,000 just to, just, to, just to speak to you. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, man, Bunsman, <laughs> they fight for you, but, yeah. I mean, you do whatever you want, but that's, they fought for me. Well, I mean, in the hospital, I can't get a home. I mean, can I get an ombudsman in the hospital? Or? All you have to do is tell your, your psychiatrist you want to talk to an, um, an, an ombudsman, and they have to get you in contact in, to one. They have okay. to. It okay. depends on the state that you're in, though. Okay. I'm from New York. I've been dealing with this for okay. 45 years. Because... Other New England states definitely are not like that. Okay. Could you re repeat the number again? 631-608. I'll give Brian a call and give him some support. Thanks. Boost his confidence. Time to kick some butt and get the hell out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Neil? Yeah. Hi, could you repeat that number? I wasn't able to get all that. It's um six three one. Mm hmm. Six zero eight. Five two seven eight. Okay, and that's Brian N. Okay. Uh, uh, Brian. What? Brian. Brian, okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm, sure. Um, also, Neil, I was going to say something to the lady that said um, she has people following her and intimidating, and right. um, I thought your advice was really good because that's what I followed. And... Um, I didn't um, I have to be careful what I say, but uh, it does make a difference. It absolutely will make a difference if you follow those instructions because, and another thing I did was journaling. And um, I journaled during the time that it first started. And I went back and read my journal. I was watching this program on TV and they said, what are you focusing on? And, you know, you have to be careful what you focus on in life. And, things like that. So I went back and read my journal and my whole journal read, they did this, they did that, they were doing this to me today and then they did that and then they did this and then they did that and now they're doing this and I thought, wow, I focused all my attention on what they were doing to me and I'm not focusing on what I can do to fix the situation. I'm only focusing on um, what they're causing. And then um, I had a really strange idea one day that just kind of came to me, and that was um, I wasn't going to get out of this quickly or easily, and there was no help. So <laughs> with that information, there's no help, and you're not going to get out of this quickly, and you're not going to get out of this easily, and you're pretty much in this. Um, 
the next word of advice I gave myself was that, um, and this may kind of sound strange at first, but I really had to um, surrender to the situation I was in, not give up, but just get to the point where I had to accept the things that I couldn't change and change the things that I could change. Mm-hmm. And um, that made a big difference. It made yeah. a really, really big difference in things. And luckily, this was kind of early on. So I wasn't surrendering to it. And it was horribly painful. Everything was painful, psychologically painful, um, you know, just terrifying the thought that this insanity could be going on, you know, just all the flooding in because it was um, such a huge trap that um, it made a big difference. Doing that made a great big difference for me. And I think it would for anybody because um, when you're in a situation where you're trapped, that's different. You know, you're not giving into something that you can do something about necessarily as far as, you know, totally you can't do anything about it. You can only do find the things every day that will help you. And um, not focusing on them and reading my journal to myself was, you know, a pretty big shocker too where I'd never been like that where they did this and they did that and they're doing the other thing. Who cares? I better get used to it because this is what's going can, on. Can I make a point here about your journal? Mm-hmm. Sure. When you said that you concentrated and went focused on what the, they were doing, right? Mm-hmm. That is part of the program. Mm-hmm. They're getting you to focus on them and what they're doing to you because they're harassing you. You cannot harass somebody who is unaware. So they want you fo- fully focused on them because you're aware. So so they have the right to harass you. Or not the right, but they have the capability the to power. harass you. Because you're fully focused on them. That's mm-hmm. part, see, t- my theory is everybody is targeted. Only some people are aware and some people are not aware. As in NSA is data mining everybody. This is part of that program. Yeah, that's right. They are taking some people and they are making them aware of targeting um, for various reasons. And they are focusing you on them because you're aware. When I when my targeting first started, they had apartment invasion. They went to my work. They were doing all kinds of obvious things. A lot yeah. of people are targeted, but it's not obvious. Right. So they're exactly. unaware of it. Yeah, and that's that's nice. what I believe this is all about. And our duty is to, well, I don't know, because I think deniability is built in not only to the weapons, but the program also. Yes. So to get over that would be a major hurdle, and I think that that would be a major hurdle. Yeah. Yeah, you almost have to have blinders on. You know how a long time ago uh, when horses were used for transportation and had carriages and things, they had to put blinders on them because they got, 
so distracted and spooked by things that were right. going on around them that they had to put blinders on them so that they just look straight ahead and do what they were supposed to be doing and not looking all over the place and getting distracted. So um, I've always been really, really interested in horses and dog training and horse training and things like that because, um, I don't know, I just always thought there was a lot to be learned. Um, well, a lot, of people, a lot of people complain about stupid things they do, stupid things that the perps do. But they do these stupid things like they'll take things out of your apartment and then they'll bring them back. And they'll do all kinds of crazy shit yeah. like this. Yeah. That's, there's a purpose behind that. They want you to totally 360 degrees, 24-7 focus on them. And I did. And until I get to the point where I said, you know, this is bullshit. I'm, mm-hmm. Why am I worried about what these stupid people are doing with their stupid things? Because yeah. it means nothing. So yeah. I started ignoring them and my life got a little better. Yeah. Not much. Because then they'd slam me up against the wall or break bones yeah. or Right, you have other things to deal with then. But um, I thought, for me, that uh, it was gang intimidation because the people I saw were all looking like they were in gangs for whoever they worked for. They were still looking like the types um, that were um, working for organized crime or working on the streets or... Um, and gangs. They probably were. They all are because it's white-collar crime that they're involved in, whether it's, you know, police that are moonlighting, uh, working for um, criminals, you know, and not so now the moonlighting has turned to anytime they want. But if that's, you know, the way things go, I just had to um, know that I knew once I figured out it was gang intimidation, it was still easier, again, another step forward in the understanding of um, what they were doing and why they were doing it. It was, I did have some um, that was so, and I never saw anything like it in my whole entire life, that it was um, sorcery, actually using sorcery. And I was um, so glad that I actually met the woman that was involved in witchcraft that told me that this person uh, was calling them every day and that uh, she knew where all the books were and what um, how to do this stuff. And I didn't think, I was one of those people that um, thought that, oh, Christians are immune to this and you can't put a curse on a Christian and you know, uh, if you don't deserve it, you won't get it. Well, look at the New Testament, and they were all beheaded and boiled in oil and hung upside down on crosses, and they didn't deserve it. But a lot of stuff happened, and if you read the Old Testament, I didn't know until it happened to me that there are, um, God in the Old Testament talked about the curses that we, you know, that were to be put on our enemies. And then the enemies, it says after that, were putting curses on the Christians. And they were very real things. 
So um, I don't want to get on some big religious thing, but it's there. It's all there in the Bible. You can put a curse on a Christian. The, the difference is they can get it off. Well, so, when I went to the library one day, I happened to, I used to use the computer. So I was standing by this section of books and it caught my attention. And it it's in Salem, Massachusetts, where the witch, witches were burned. Right. And... Um, I started picking them up and it, reading it, and it was books on spells. And I thought, gee, you know, this is pretty interesting. I don't know if it would work, but it would certainly scare the shit out of my perps if they believed in it. So I put the book back and I left. And then when I went back the next time, all the books were gone. Um, I have no idea where they put them, but they certainly weren't going to let me get my hands on them because I would have gone through with it. I don't believe in in spells and witchcraft and all that stuff, but they do. They do. It didn't matter if I I believed in it, but it would matter if they believed in it. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I've had that experience where books have disappeared and Websites have disappeared, and information off of websites disappeared. Right off your desktop. Right off your desktop. I had a a relative that uh, one Christmas, the only picture I had of him, and I I was looking at the picture of him on my desktop, and all of a sudden it just disappeared, and then I got this message, V2K, this is a person of interest, and I never found that picture. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Well, um, and anybody who doesn't think the local cops are involved in this, think again, because the cops work for the mayor, and the mayor is government, and you're local, and this is boots on the ground, and they are boots on the ground. I see. All your first responders are boots on the ground. I see. Well, uh, you know, my theory all along, uh, since I realized what was happening happening to me because um, I was so trapped. It was the only, I mean, it was there all the time. It's been there since I was nine years old, but it just never surfaced to this point, um, you know, where I was actually locked up in a trap and being tortured. Uh, Like, I couldn't believe what happened. But anyway, I say all that to say, if they weren't involved, if they were not involved in the beginning of my targeting, then um, I wouldn't have been targeted like I was. Because I'm, you know, one of those people that um, I don't hesitate to go talk to a mayor. I don't hesitate to call the police department and talk to them. I'm not an alarmist and, you know, call them up screaming, somebody's attacking me. And I just say, look, there's something going on here. And I've got these meters and I've got these readings and I know what electrical static is. And I know what electrical charges feel like. And I've touched a bare wire before. And I know the shock that you get from that. And I know what electromagnetic frequencies are. So um, I don't want to waste your time, you know, explaining all this stuff to you. Because I know you already, you know, you know all these things. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any problem um, communicating with people. But, boy, I was shocked because... I um, never had that kind of a relationship with that police department ever, and I yeah. no one no one has no one has no. nobody realizes it until no. they run into it, and the police are deep within the shit of this stuff. 
I think some of them are. I don't think all of them are. No. Yeah, well, you tell me how you can distinguish it. Well, I, I, I found with uh, some, some of them that they uh, took the police report, they wrote an uh, affidavit and a criminal crime report, and then I found some that actually participated, and I was shocked when I first yeah. saw that. I couldn't believe yeah. that um, that they would uh, go to that extreme length while they're supposed to be getting paid to protect citizens. If they have time. a choice between taking your report and their paycheck, let me tell you, who's going to win? Well, I, you know what I think? So, too, besides that is, I, I know you're right about that, but I think that um, the good police will get themselves out of that area because yeah. they don't want to be yeah, put I in agree. that position. I agree. And they don't want to very lose shady it. and very corrupt, and they yeah. just want yeah. to do their job like well, normal. Oh, there's, there are a <laughs> lot of good guys, and I've, I've seen them. Girl yeah, place. well, I haven't. I, I have, started. but they can't help you. That's the problem. And if they're, you know, if they start out good, then... Well, if they can't help me, then that's their problem. They're going against the Constitution. They're going against everything this country stands for. So, well, I call it vigilante. These are vigilantes, and um, you know they work for themselves. What is that noise in the background? Somebody's got their speakerphone open. Yeah, I just think. Hey, mute yourself. If you would prefer that outcome. Thank you. Can anybody hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I wanted to say you. something about the woman was talking about the curses that are mentioned in the Bible. And what no. I wanted to say about... they were in books. They were in witchcraft books. Okay, I thought she was saying the Bible mentioned curses. What I wanted no. to... What oh, I wanted the to, other lady did. Yeah, the other yeah. lady did. What I wanted to tell you is if you get on and you watch the Christian channel, the uh, TBN channel... Um, right. They will. List, they will have all. They have like fifty different prayer lines, depending on what show is running, and depending on which groups you call. Because I don't remember, I used to call a lot of them. Yeah. Some of those groups, some of the Christian groups, are really aware of what they call generational curses, right. which are which is what she's talking about from the Bible, and they can pray them off of you. So if yeah. anybody on the call thinks that they're being targeted for generational curses, which I think those people who are saying their parents were um, targeted also, they might right. have some kind of generational. It's you, you can go to Christian prayer lines and tell them something like that's going on, and they'll have people pray and get the curse off of you. I think they're so, excellent. Um, that's actually one of the things that I did. I did do oh, that, good, and good. it was, I had, inc- I felt I had incredible results, and it wasn't like there was some huge, gigantic miracle overnight. It was one step at a time, you know, I, right. but the main yeah, and what I was aware of was um, I I was reading my Bible at the same time about the curses and things like that, and I would call and tell them what I thought what the problem was. And I told them, I live in an area that is known for witches' covens, 
It, the witches' covens have been here that I know of since the 50s and 60s. And people used to come to this area to go to fortune tellers and tarot card readers and things. And um, even from L.A., I couldn't believe it. In Santa Monica area, they'd come down here. But at any rate, um, so I was familiar to a degree with all this stuff, but then I got real specific, and I asked for specific prayer for certain things. And I have to say, I got results. When nothing else got results, that got results. It was, like what? It was really That's good. great. Yeah, like what? I, like what? Well, mind control, for example, I was under such incredible, incredible witchcraft. Mind control is, witchcraft is mind control. They're all the similar things. But I was under such heavy witchcraft and in such a fog that um, it was so horrible. It was hard to even describe to anyone what it's like when that frequency would get turned on. I'd have to get out of the house, and then I'd go into certain stores. It'd be worse in the stores. And it's all about antennas. And like Neil said tonight, it's all about them turning your body into an antenna. It's all right. sending, sending and receiver, receiving. It's all that. And with these um, full body, or what do you, I forget what he called them tonight, but the um, body area and body area networks of implants and things like that. Um, I've got that. And, boy, it is something else to be reckoned with. It took me three months of intensely working with the mind control being broken and me working to not let the mind control be so powerful. It was horrible. It was the worst nightmare I ever went through. One of, I have to say, one of the worst nightmares I ever went through, but there was nothing else I could do but to try to free myself and work with the witchcraft being broken and sorcery and divination, all this stuff, voodoo. Oh, my gosh, months of breaking voodoo curses. It's lost. So much of it is woven into this karma. Everything you can think of is woven into this. So I had to read and study as much as I could, but... um there's no, I didn't find, because I believe that this is a satanic attack. It has to be an element of uh, spirituality involved in the freeing of, for people from this, because um, I'm, I'm like a very practical person, basically, and I have a hard time accepting that there really was witchcraft and that there really was voodoo and that it could affect you and um, that the devil was so powerful. I really had a hard time with that. And I had a hard time um, with spirituality of that sort and didn't want to hear about spiritual warfare and didn't understand it. And so um, finally, I got led to a church that specialized in this kind of thing and it was the worst warfare I ever saw in my whole life. But I did learn a lot from it. And I learned that um, there's a big, big world, spirit world going on. And just because you, I said that it didn't exist or I didn't want to know about it or hear about it, didn't make it go away. 
So um, you believe in this now. So you believe in this now. Oh, I believe so much in it now because it's working for me. That's the main reason. I have results. If something does not produce results, do you think I give it up? Perhaps I just playing with you and leading you down this path of disinformation. No, because they do that. that. They they do to do that. They, well, they get yeah. What it's they all... do with listen. What they do with people is, I'm an atheist. They threw religion at me like crazy. They put me in the most horrific situations. And then they'd say to me, well, aren't you going to get on your knees and pray to God? And I looked and said, no, why should I? I'm an atheist. Get lost. What they do is they test your values to see how strong they are. And with the religious, they will throw Satan or they will throw atheism. or And then at the atheist, they will throw religion. Anybody who has a value for anything, they will throw at you to see how strong your values are. And this is what they do a lot. And I think you just kind of walked into it. No. Well, you know, part, a lot of what you're saying is true. That, I know it's um, true. That it's a crisis. It's, a, it's um, called a crisis of faith. And I definitely went through a crisis of my faith because... I thought, oh my God, God's letting this happen to me. God is right. leaving That's me. That's what a lot of people say. You know, oh, yeah. you know, God is got a purpose for us. Well, I'm sorry, I don't want this purpose. If God's responsible for this, fuck off. You know, I don't yeah, need well, this in my life. Well, the the thing that I can say about that, the only thing I can say that happened with me. And my crisis of faith was, first of all, the shock that this could happen to me, the shock that I didn't see through these people, and the shock of being so deceived and not realizing how dangerous these people were. Incredibly dangerous, but they hadn't shown their colors, not to that degree anyway. So I went through my crisis of faith, and then at the end of that, I realized this is, you know... Where else am I going to turn? I can't call the police. I've written all my letters to the government. I've said everything that I can possibly say and barely was able to get. It was such chaos. So so anyway, I just... um, Can I break in for a second and say something? I want to address the woman. Uh, This is not um, made by God, what you call God. This is man-made. This is an, this is an abomination. Right. This is right. an abomination of of God's beauty. So I just want you to know that, and we will be judged on it. Oh no, no question, no question in my mind now. Now, um, see, I don't understand that either because Pinochet, who was the the um, uh, despot down in Chile. He killed all those children. The, do you do you know what the Mother's March was down there? Every Sunday, the mothers used to go out and march through the town with the pictures of their children on their chest. All the mothers did. It was called the Mother's yeah. March. And this was against Pinochet. Pinochet lived till he was, what, 88? He lived grand. And do you know who put him up to killing those people? It was uh, our people, Milton Friedman. His theory, he couldn't run it here, so he ran it down there. 
Uh-huh. You ever read the book The Shock Doctrine by Naomi Klein? Please read uh-huh. it because that will tell you what a lot of this is about. Yeah. It's called well, The Shock Doctrine by Naomi Klein. Read it. It's very, very easy read and it's very explanatory. It's a wonderful book. Well, um, you know, one of the things that I came to understand, like what you're talking about, is um, my mother died right in front of me and because of the targeting, and all my pets died. Um, I, one, I'm not sure what happened. But, How old um, was your mother? She was old when she died, but she died from targeting. She had no diseases. She was not diagnosed How with How old cancer. was she? Well, I don't really want to give out any personal information if you don't mind. Oh, over please. The phone. How old was she? I, it doesn't matter. Close? Yes, it does. Because, they, see, the rich are behind this. And what the government is afraid of is afraid of the baby boomers going through the system. And they don't want the baby boomers to have all these resources. So they want well, to kill them off. Yeah. yeah, it's not just that. Yeah, you're right no, about that. No, it's not just that. But it's no, part of it. It's all about money. That Anyway, it's the whole right. entire scheme is about money. Right. When she, yeah, and when she died, um, and when the pets died, I was outraged. Of course, I was screaming in outrage, and I don't care. You know, I've gotten to the point now, I don't care who heard it. It was such a trauma. I was isolated. I had nobody to talk to. I was completely outraged at the monsters who did this that were so close by. And I was just... Um, screaming and I thought you know I better get this over with because it's not controllable and I don't care if police are writing reports that's their problem they're going to have to answer for that maybe to God you know maybe not in my lifetime but I I've gotten to the point and I had to get to that point where I just didn't care anymore but as far as people dying and children dying and the innocent dying um, that's the kind of world we live in now and I was outraged that God would let my mother die and then my pets die and all this stuff was happening to me and I was innocent and what on earth is going on? And you know what stopped me in my tracks? was I was in it about, you know, 30 to 60 days into this awful funk, I guess you can call it. But what stopped me in my tracks was I felt this little voice inside saying, <clears throat> There are little children that are 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds who their parents, both parents have died. There are teenagers that are at very vulnerable ages. <coughs> They've lost a mother. They've lost a father. And I know your pets are important to you. There are pets dying under horrible conditions every day. And I just went, oh, yeah. Oh, and that really took the wind out of my sails. It really took the wind out of my sails. I, I'm not the only one. Yes, it was horrific. It was just so fast and in a six-month period of time just about. But at the same time, that one, um, I know a lot of people say this, one word of God can change your life. Well, that was, 
that was the changer for me. That was the game changer for me. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I was sad and tearful, but it wasn't what I was, you know, I wasn't going through what I was going through before. And I thought, oh, it's um, pretty awful. So at any rate, you know, um, and, and man has free choice and free will, and that's why we're living what we're living in. I, do I don't think we have free will end. anymore. I don't think we no, have no, free I will mean, anymore. No, no, I just mean, you know, and I have um, decisions to make every day on how I'm going to act and right. how I'm going to deal with things. So that's my free will. I don't have free will to go anywhere I want or to get medical attention the way I want to get it. I can't make right. people treat me right. I can't make the system work for me. I can't force it to do that. There's certain things I cannot control. But one thing I'll always be able to control to the day I die is my response to things and my attitude. That uh, they can't well, take I don't know away. about that. Well, I have See, control. If they take everything away from you, if they take everything away from you that you love or care for, you have nothing to live for. So, hence, you're more easily manipulated into doing an Aaron Alexis. I mean, uh, Aaron. Oh, uh, no. Aaron no, Alexis. No. Well, but see, I'm oh, not Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's not, no, no. I'm Aaron not Alexis atheist. or Myron May. I'm not no. saying you're an atheist. I'm saying that if you have nothing to live for, then you're easily manipulated into going the whole nine yards because you have nothing left. No. Well, all I can say yeah, is that's what I'm they not do. capable of doing that. I'm not under any kind of crazy, lunatic mind control or anything they want to do. Everybody's mind have... control. Everybody well, is mind controlled. That's how they control you. Yeah. V2K, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. the mind has no firewall. Well, you hold on to a PC yourself. <clears throat> some yeah. people, some people prove to have a stronger constitution, and it's really about conviction. You have a oh, right yeah. on this planet. Oh what come on, oh. Neil, you know better than that. No, I know that I have more conviction than a lot of people, and I don't get messed with as much. Not in street theater and all that kind of stuff. Just how about V two K? No, I haven't gotten that for years. Now, wait a minute. You used to tell me you used to go out and it was an airplane over you. And they used to do all kinds of crazy stuff to you. And that wasn't too long ago. Yeah, nobody's talking in my head. I mean, they're killing me with biological warfare agents. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, tune that into a better frequency and make it beneficial. Well, the other thing about it is um, when you have a God that you believe, you know, is in control and and, uh, able to help situations, then um, there usually is always some kind of a life raft or life preserver thrown to you. Baby steps forward. Is this Okay. Got your phone on 
speaker, you might want to take it off speaker or hit I don't. six. Hit star six and mute yourself if you're not involved yeah. in the conversation. It makes it easier to keep the noise down. That just sounds like perp stuff. Okay, West Washington State. I don't know if you're the same Washington as last week and you got angry because uh, I kept muting you, but I was getting some kind of feedback through your line. And Can you hear me? It's your fault, but it's coming through your line. Uh, I've got two West Washingtons, Al. Oh, oh, hey, what's happening, Neil? How are you? Yeah, um, not him. Closer to death than not, if you want to know the truth. Really? What's going on? Um, just these bio-warfare agents. It's reached a level of sepsis in my body. Yeah. And I've found have you ever, frequencies have you, for... Have you ever looked at uh, essential oils before? Yeah, it's it's beyond that. This is a cocktail from hell that I'll read a small printout that I got of what they've all put together because I'm running frequencies for for this deep research some Rife Machine people did, practitioners, and it's making me feel worse, which is a good sign that I'm killing some stuff. So I spent six hours holding on to plasma tubes today, and I've just got to get a new Rife Machine. How much are they? It doesn't have a range. I'm, I'm looking at $2,600. Holy shit. I, I've got to raise some money real fast. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen I've seen them before. <clears throat> I've seen a rifle machine before. It was years ago. I I was always wondering if they work. Yeah, they work. There's videos that show pathogens blowing up. I can watch under my microscope with a CCD camera and the camera port hooked up to a laptop. Play the frequencies of a particular pathogen and record it blowing up. So yeah, they work. I just got into it with eBay trying to sell my old machine because a retired CDC guy that I met on a microbiology forum <clears throat> said that Royal Rife was a fraud. And, and I said uh, his his 5,282-part microscope was the first microscope to see a virus, and he accidentally discovered frequencies killing the BCX virus, which causes cancer on a Petri dish when he set an electrode down and went to lunch and came back, viewed another sample out of the Petri dish and saw that it had changed. So he started playing with frequency generators. And so the CDC guys started to brag about getting eBay to ban people from being able to sell Rife machines because it's fraud. And I got into it with the guy and said, you don't know what you're talking about. You're misinformed. Go read The Cancer Cure that worked by Barry Lines. Uh, The head of the AMA of San Diego was slandering Royal Rife and trashed his company and sabotaged the machines that he was sending to doctors through the mail and made them so they wouldn't work. So, Wow. I just got into it with eBay and gave them a bunch of information because they they pulled my ad 
after I spent three hours to put a really good ad together so I can sell my old unit to get some of the money towards the new one because I can't handle much more of this and the type of thing that it is, antibiotics will make it worse. So you're you're basically I mean you're ill, you mean you're you're taking you're <clears throat> you're actually ill, you mean? And it just won't you can't keep seem to get better kind of thing? Well, I'm seeing pathogens under my microscope that are eating every cell in my body, okay? Oh wow. Germ warfare. Does it no, I believe it. I believe it listen surprise you? I went up I believe it. Because I was in the mid when I was in the in the Midwest, um, I was working at this house and I made a comment that was ethnic orientated. But I, I was just pissed off because of the wars in the Middle East and and um, she came into the she came into the bathroom I was working on and she had her mouth covered and she said, you know, um, I've got a cold. I'm thinking, God, why are you coming into a closed area? And dude, whatever she had um, in her hand. I couldn't, it was like uh, for two days I had to wrap a towel around me. I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, it was the worst sickness I've ever had. I don't know what she gave me. So I believe you. All they got to do is put that around you in the air and you're out of gas, you know. So uh, I believe it. So, But you're, you're in a controlled situation. It's your home, right? Well, yeah, but that doesn't matter. I mean, if I'm not here, they can put stuff and the fact of going through having Lyme disease and being a builder and a facilities manager and worker in electronics companies exposed to a lot of solvents and things um, Mm -hmm. has worn down my immune system and 14 vaccines in, in the army in 1975, I think was, a real start of it, but I was actually in Connecticut when I was 14, and a psychic that I'd gone to 10 or 15 years ago um, to try and find out what was making me so sick said, you've actually been sick way longer than you think. So, yeah, maybe those vaccines, there's some truth with the vaccine thing. You know, they, I think maybe that's probably why they give them to you. Destroy well, yeah, certain... of course it is. I mean, if if your family isn't rich enough and you're not ambitious enough to go to college and get yourself a degree, then you're more of a burden to society and you get lumped into a useless eater uh, category. Uh, I just see this, you know, in hindsight. Mm-hmm. And so by putting time-release disease in a large percentage in all of the people that go into the military because it's mandatory, um, you're setting up time-release disease, which is uh, Rockefeller, AMA-related, Bush, all those that made money off of you know, doing the Lyme complex in uh, Plum Island and then letting it out on purpose. The the information came out that they were very sloppy, but <clears throat> the new stuff that we're dealing with here is uh, in the process of looking at uh, this upgrade of a machine that I'd like to be able to use. If, if you're uh, not involved in a conversation, could you use Star 6 on your phone? Cut down the background noise. Um, let's see, where am I? 
Um, anyway, in the process of looking at an upgrade of a, a you know more modern day machine that's programmable and has ranges, so I don't have to sit there and do math on each frequency. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably put 12 hours into running a six-hour program because I had to convert numbers that go up to a higher range than this thing, which stops at 39,999 hertz. Uh, so I felt drawn to this. It says the experiment to cure bioterrorism. When I ran these frequencies, uh, I felt like shit. I was sweating, dizzy, sick to my stomach, all kinds of symptoms. And so it says the experiment to cure bioterrorism, H7N10 pandemic fungus, the respiratory and intestinal tracts are the breeding ground for a newly emerging pandemic. Growing within the latest flu outbreak, victims are the H7N10 fungal slime heads of a dragon capable of killing its victims quickly or slowly, depending on the host's environment. Bird flu, swine flu, pneumonias, and tuberculosis have been genetically engineered into a biofilm of E. coli and candida fungus. Flu variants and pneumonias were specifically combined to result in excessive mucus production of the respiratory tract, which has been happening to me for six months as I've gone downhill and gotten skinny. Tuberculosis is hidden within the heavy slime produced by the altered mycoplasmas, candida, staphylococcus, uh, strains, pneumonia, and Klebsiella pneumonia. The H7N10 heads and horns are composed of TB, pneumonia, Klebsiella, streptococcus pneumonia, avian influenza, swine influenza, adenovirus virus, respiratory syncytical virus, never heard of that one, streptococcus pyogenes, Streplactis, Staphylococcus, Pertussis, Actinomycosis, and Mycoplasma pneumonia. All of these diseases are based in an E. coli biofilm with a heavy candida element. The effect on its host is rapid influenza symptoms and respiratory distress, turning quickly into strep pneumonia and tuberculosis. Eating dairy, yeast, and sugar feeds the infections, and traditional antibiotics make it grow like a wildfire. H7N10 is a heavily systemic candida and E. coli infection with variants, rearing each head to inflict, inflict great suffering on its victims. It's an obvious bioengineering of bacterial and viral layers not naturally occurring together, with a new fungal base holding root hairs of each infecting agent. The only way to destroy it completely is through blowing the entire organism apart with radio waves while supplementing the body's immune system with homeopathic remedies to support the healing process. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Well, yeah, it's guaranteed time release death, and in six months I've... No, but I'm saying as far as curing it, what you just said in the last statement, last sentence. Well, yeah, it is if you have a machine that's capable of running the frequency she's got listed. Mm -hmm. the, the original Rife machine had a 
carrier wave of 2.4 gigahertz. Maybe it was megahertz. Somebody's got a little delay problem there. It's not much. Does that stop it? Maybe Central Michigan, you might be having a noise problem there. Connecticut, you had some dishes going on in the background. And Texas. Okay. So, anyway, if you want to give Neil a Christmas present, just send some money <laughs> to Electric Rose 22 on PayPal. Uh, yeah, 2600 dude. I may not have two more weeks more than a, they're going. More than a Christmas gift every day. Anything. I'd send you know, it to you if I had it, I just got a uh, some bad business news a couple of days uh, last week. I was supposed to uh, be upgrading to start on the meter thing, and uh, I'm, on, I'm delayed on that. Business is just so doggy-dog here. It used to be kill here. I used to make a killing here. I mean, not killing, but I, I didn't have to worry. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't getting beat on every job, you know. Or in other words, I'll go out and do a job now. Um, instead of making three, I'm making three. I'm making fifteen hundred. They're making just amount, and it's like the norm, you know. It's just like any other city. It sucks, and then your overhead goes through the ceiling. So I'm having some issues. But I'm a, the smartest thing I should have done when I first moved here was my original plan: rent a room somewhere and save everything. And instead, I went into something else and that, and it's just, you know, you got a man. On top of getting hit, it's just too much. Not the way, not the uh, level I'm getting hit. Not too much. It's just, you know, it's not working out fast enough the way that I want it to. And, and, and they're having a field day on my ass. Otherwise, I could probably help. I could do. I could, you know, I was trading alive. I could. I can. I can knock it. I can knock them in the head. And I'm pretty good. You know, I just need to get. It's going to take. I'm just delayed right now. Pissed off. Frustrated. I had to work today. I just got home. So I'm sorry to hear that, brother. I mean, it's a drag, man. Um, you should, some of you I'm should be able to call somebody. I hear this just, too. And both of you guys just, having some hard times. I can't go because, to uh, Excuse me, I wanted to say this, uh, please. Can y'all hear me? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, that's my my uh, CI neighbor, uh, Rico. Yeah, cause he's having a hard time too. They really hit us financially in every way, I know. But I want to also say, like Job, I think this is the experiment, Job, in the Bible, J-O-B. It's the experiment, the same on us, whether you're religious, belief or not. But also, Neil, I wanted to say, I had sent you a text long, a while back asking you about that seasoning. I know it's very expensive, um, this herb. I can't think of the name of it right now. I think it's like 30 something dollars for a little ounce or something. Oh, I wish I could remember that. I saw it on a YouTube video. You and I'm just thinking. Text? Yeah, uh, oh, I mean, an email. Through an email? A, yeah, okay. An email a while back, and you, you replied. I can't remember what the the name of the actual herb was that it was very costly and you replied, I'm barely you know, making ends meet 
getting food on and, you know, taking care of yourself food-wise. But I'm just wondering if, I'm going to try to find that name again of that herb. I'm just wondering if you try it, just maybe, you know. Sometimes I think things is really expensive like that. Natural things might be the things we probably need. Yeah. Just don't know. I mean, and I hear about the black pepper oil and black pepper seed. <coughs> Try some of these herbs. I heard someone saying about the oils, perhaps trying some of them. Uh, maybe eucalyptus. I don't know. But you here, you've been here this long. And none of us know when we're going. No one on this call, be they a true TI or not, when or we, any we, other person. When you anybody. reach a high level of sepsis, I'm probably two weeks away from death if I don't do something about it. And when I look under the microscope at what's in me, it's eating every red blood cell in my blood. They're all bouncing around as these things are chewing on them. You can go out to YouTube and see the video I did on somebody else who has it in them. This is evil to the up-top way. can't go to a hospital or a doctor. No. They'll throw antibiotics mm-hmm. at you and probably implant. Yeah, I, I tell people, like they try to give a flu shot over here in my island in the ghetto complex. I just tell them no. I don't want any of the shots, any of the flu shots. I might get a tetanus shot, but Really, no one knows. And I have a poem uh, someone sent me from a terminally ill teenager in New York. And she has cancer. And I just thought about it. It's called Slow Dance. And uh, it made me think about all of us to a degree. I, I can't read it because it would be kind of long and I, I would need your permission. But I can summarize. Hmm? Tell her about Transfer Factor Plus. I know somebody that this stopped no. answer. I don't know the person or how to reach them. This is someone oh. Someone received this off of Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. But they text me uh, what the young lady had her poem read. And basically they were saying send this poem Actually, it was her doctor that put it on Facebook. And he's saying, send the poem to everybody. Uh, and if, if they email the American Cancer Society, the society will donate three cents per email to help with the benefits of treating this young woman. You know, and I, I just, it just made me think about her, you know. I, can I just read this one paragraph? Yeah, go for it. Hang in there. It says, this young girl has six months left to live, and as as her dying wish, she wanted to send a letter telling everyone to live their life to the fullest, since she never will. She'll never make it to a prom, graduate from high school, or get married and have a family of her own. That was the, but she named her poem Slow Dance. And it's um, basically saying, I remember a poet from it. It said, when someone speaks to you, 
and you say, how, how are you? Do you really listen to their reply? A lot of her poems had rhyming lines, and, um, but she talked about the butterfly. And she, she mentioned, do you ever notice this erotic fly the way it does? I need to bring the poem up, I don't, but I can't. I probably, I might get cut off if I try to bring it up. Um, but anyway, it really it really speaks from the soul, from her heart. You know, I know it says she has six months, and you're saying maybe you might have two two weeks. Or, I mean, we don't know. A person can, like a lady here in Houston, been was teaching school, sixty nine years old, been teaching school, high school, ten years. And then she walks across the track going home like a normal day. And for some reason, I don't know if she was mind-controlled or what, we went out kind of wonder about some things. There's some young guys they, they interviewed said she was such a nice teacher, and yet they were screaming, telling her the, the rail tracks, the, the hands are coming down, the hands are coming down. This, um, I don't know her name, but, you know, they were saying this. And she kept on going. and. I'm familiar a little bit with that area because they had like maybe like 12 railroad tracks side by side. They were not all active. But but she kept going, and um, I thought they had built a bridge over it. But she got hit, and uh, it was a fatality. So, I mean, I'm just saying it to say that people don't ever know whether they actually directed, targeted or not. Go do what you like and forget all the drama because this is happening across the whole planet. Yeah, and do good to others too because uh, even like my perps, I'm just going to say it. I say I probably would never want to say it on the here, but um, I figured out they had been releasing roaches. I I, I started paying attention for a few weeks. I'm like, uh-uh, something's going on. How can roaches always come out exactly when I have food on the burner, just when I'm about to take it off? Sometimes roaches even be on a hood vent looking down. Like, this is disgusting. It's like they were trying to disgust me with eating. And then one one night I just said aloud, you know, I let each, I pointed in each direction, and I I told them, I know what you all are doing. I say there is a God, whether you believe it or not, or if you don't believe it, rest assured nothing remains the same day forever. Nothing remains the same forever. I say you're going to have payback to what you're doing. But I'm praying. I'm praying for the good. I'm focusing on the good that you guys would change individually, make some better decisions. It's not over yet. You can make some better decisions before something else happens in this earth. Because you can be here doing what you're doing today, and you don't be here tomorrow. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. Next day, I'm through. I'm just just to say the very next day, I started cooking. I heard the same things they normally do, little rattlings of pots and uh, uh, door handles or whatever they and things going between the wall. I think they was putting the roaches in some kind of pipe or something to get it through my wall to the kitchen. 
but no roaches came out until after I ate. And the day roaches none. tuned into your schedule. Huh? Roaches <clears throat> are very smart creatures. They're tuned into oh, your yeah. schedule. And they can yeah, smell the food. They can smell the food when it's cooking. Of course. Yeah. Right. But I know Let's this know in particular, this is being done. This is being done. It, I didn't just assume that. It took me time. I observed things. I had to observe them. I, like maybe I, I grew up with roaches, a month or so, so before I even. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe you. You know, if I have the the little trays down, but I mean, it's just I observe. I'm like, this is too coincidental. And then, like I said today, none. And well, I prayed for them. Little boric acid, mix it with some water, and spray it into the cracks, and they won't get in there. Yeah, I could do that. In fact, I thank you. And boric acid does help. In, in fact, I have some um, rat. I mean, roach. Just be careful. With down. It. Yeah. Careful. But it, it's just one of the things that's been been happening, though. It's just one of the many things we all deal with different, maybe slightly different things. But um, and I live in an enclosed building. Um. But I'm not going to keep talking about myself and this. But the point is, no one knows exactly who's going to wake up tomorrow. Okay. Oh, kid, that's that's depressing. No, but I'm I'm just I'm not saying I'm sorry. It does sound depressing. She's absolutely right. But I'm just to end it on a positive note. The positive note, in in particular, I'm speaking to Neil. I, I, that's why I was saying that you don't know. You might live longer than many of us. Well, let's talk about something else. And you have lived this long. Excuse me, ma'am, please. Let me finish speaking with Neil. He's been courteous enough to monitor these calls for us, even though he is ill. And uh, Gizzard has been kind enough to do so many. I mean, just it has to be remarkable things she does, too, giving up her time and energy. So I'm just saying I appreciate what they're doing. And I'm saying this to say that 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 oh, lady hasn't saying yet, so to speak. Nothing's over. I need some nothing's, help with the blood information too. Nothing's over until, as they say, the fat lady sings. Amen. And believe me, if you look on if you look on YouTube about Nibiru, they have one on there that I'm believing you are, you will believe if you're not a believer, you'll believe that that something is up there. Yeah, Nibiru. Okay, that's it. Good, bye. Neil, you were talking about cancer and blood, and you said trans factor X. What is that? Oh, transfer factor plus is an immune booster. And I know somebody that beat cancer taking it and swears by it. What do you buy to what is it? I have a nephew that's got bone marrow cancer in his shoulder and because they gave him chemo chemo and radiation and he stopped taking it, he got so sick. And now they're giving him immune builder medicine, which I don't know what that is, but after they destroy his immune system then they give it to him, so it's kinda of backwards. Anyway, uh I don't know much 
I do know about bone marrow. Bone marrow cancer to me is what my mother had, and your bones do not make your red blood cells, so you get aplastic anemia, and that's the cancer she died from, and that's what I think he has. But I don't know how to tell him what you're talking about. If I just say transfactor X, he's not going to know what I'm talking about, is he? Are you there? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of things that are got a pretty good track record for cancers, and one of them is Transfer Factor Plus, which is also recommended by Jeff Sutherland, who helped all of us with uh, Lyme disease that have Rife machines, and said okay. 60% of the people that use Transfer Factor Plus beat Lyme over the other 40% that didn't beat it. And the other product is called Carnivora, which is uh, basically installing it's installing in a, a, a temporary in, independent immune system that comes from a Venus flytrap plant, which turns out to have a, a great immune system because it eats flies and bugs and stuff that have bacteria and things in them. What can he buy to take or do? What does he buy? What is it? What's that? What can he buy to do? I guess you're saying this is a method of building, rebuilding your immune system. Yeah, it's kind of like installing an extra immune system because yours isn't working. If your natural killer cell count is really low, um, and you're not producing antibodies. This is the problem with the the biowarfare cocktail that I read off is that we don't have any antibodies for it. So all the kids that breastfed when they were young, they all got the antibodies from their mothers. So yeah. anything, anything their mothers were exposed to, uh, their bodies put up a, a memory cell in their immune system that says, hey, remember that? It's not good. Go grab it and get it out of here. So the, the ones that have had immune compromise because they didn't get breast milk or, you know, been exposed to things that would wear down their immune systems, which, uh, you know, th- this is a big factor. They're dumping shit all over us with the chemtrails. There are biowarfare agents in it. It is confirmed with some very expensive equipment from reliable sources. Um, by causing a stress, it wears down your immune system, which makes you more vulnerable for these things that are designed. Well, let me tell you what he's done for work. And, and for 20 years, he's a very professional expert electrician of some kind. You know, he's not just a plain electrician. He has other certifications, and I assume that's what got in his body. Now, I don't know if they know anything about detoxing it. How do you detox electricity? If there is such a thing. Well, I mean, just by walking barefoot on a wet lawn or near a body of water bleeds off the electricity. You, you can actually hold on to a, a little multimeter and and see it happen in a matter of a couple of minutes. Oh. Okay, where, where did you get the multimeter? How much are they? 
Well, you can get one from Harbor Freight, and if you go to harborfreight.com and get on their list, or Harbor Tools, maybe it's called that. I think it's Harbor Freight. Um, if you get on their mailing list, then you get a you know thing in the mail, or you can get a thing on your email. And quite often they'll have a thing where all you have to do is show up there, and they give you a free multimeter. So they, they're you know they're between ten and four hundred dollars depending on what you want to get. Like mine reads in hertz too, so I can measure frequency, but. Uh, generally, the Centec brand meters are really, really good for the price. Uh, a $400 fluke meter, uh, it turns out that the Centec for 60 or $70 at Harbor Freight does everything it does. Are you saying fluke, F-L-U-K-E? What's that? Are you saying fluke, F-L-U-K-E? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, freight, are those, what are they, Harbor Freight? Are they stores all around the country or what? Yeah, they are. They are. You could look it up. We don't have any here in Virginia Beach, but he lives in Northern Virginia, near right near Washington, D.C., so I'm sure they got them up there. But I'm, you know, stumped as to what to tell him to do. And I think at this point, he's ready to try most anything. And that's the only thing, when you said that tonight, it might be worth trying. What would he get and take for it? Besides walking around in this natural soil, would you have to find soil that doesn't have chemicals in it, you hope? Yeah, that's kind of out of the question. I mean, people think they're growing a garden in their backyard and it's organic, but... All, all the shit that's dropping out of the sky from the chemtrails, it's its not organic. Nothing is anymore. Oh, no, we had 12 streaks today, and I was sitting in the yard, and I said, God, this air is terrible. And just slowly the sun was gone and hidden. We won't see the sun for three days, I'm sure. Every time they do that, we don't see the sun for three days. Anyway, that's one thing I can tell him to do. Um, one of the other things that he can take that would be, I like an antioxidant that it kills the free radicals that uh, would build his immune system. I mean, you can take uh, the echinacea. Angustifolia. If you look, you'll find a lot of formulas for immune boosters have echinacea. They they use purpurea, which is not as good. And you'll find uh, an 8 to 1 ratio purpurea to angustifolia. You should go for the one that has the higher ratio of angustifolia. That makes good sense. Yeah, it's it's just years of research and hopefully, you know, real science. I think it's real science because the places I saw the info, they weren't trying to market any product. Well, I knew you'd done. I knew you'd done all that research, and and I say, and there was this doctor and doctor on um, Reverend Pat Roberts's program about six months ago, and he got cancer, serious cancer, and he 
researched and intensified the rebuilding his immune system and cured his own cancer. Yeah. So I know it can be done. Lots of people can do it. It's just a matter of trying to talk them into it. And I don't know if it's doing or not, but it's getting, you know, driving and things like that. But, Virginia, I have another couple of ideas for your nephew as far as far. pumping up, can pumping I, up the immune I'm, system. Another idea is what? I have more ideas to help your nephew survive, okay? Okay, please, yes. Okay. Uh, simple things he can do. Ceylon cinnamon from a health food store, high quality. Sprinkle it on everything. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. I put it on everything. Turmeric. I do too, yes, okay. Turmeric's another one that's very, very high for what he needs. The other thing is risperidol. is in black grapes and black berries. You can also buy capsules. It's a very high antioxidant. It can help him a lot, make sure he's eating a lot of black um, fruits and berries that are not um, that are organic and not sprayed and full of chemicals because that absorbs into the flesh of the fruit. But those three things we can all do all the time. Everybody needs to do it who's a targeted individual as well. Because, like I say, that cinnamon and turmeric isn't that expensive, but get a good quality. Don't buy the dollar Spice Island type. Go to the health food store where it comes in a glass bottle. And put it on everything. I have it in bulk, and we just go in and pack our own, and it's good. I know. Well, whatever you do, just tell him to use those things all the time. Keep them on the kitchen table. Whenever he eats, I put it in coffee. I put it in um, all kinds of beverages, like the cinnamon. It doesn't have a strong flavor. And the turmeric can go in any kind of food. I mean, absolutely. I put it on my toast. I put all this stuff on my toast in the morning. Yeah, I, I use, you know, well, smelt bread and different kinds of good breads, and I, I put all that stuff on my bread. You, I mean, I we need to do anything we can to survive, and so does your nephew. At this point, also, kill the cancer cells. Right, but this all will help him. Well, I'll talk to him about it. See what he says there. And I can ask if I can ask one more question. My neighbor is my friend, and she lived in this townhouse for 25 years. I know the spray in the yard spray has affected her. And the nervous system because pesticide sprays are nerve are pesticide nerve gas pesticides are nerve poison. Anyway, she just got blood poisoning, Neil, and they put her in the hospital for four days. And what they gave her there, I don't know, but it started with their scraping her nose for some reason. I couldn't even imagine somebody doing that. And they keep doing it over and over and over, so the nose is not going to heal. And it turned into blood poisoning, which is very serious. And now they have her on glucose high amounts of antibiotics. She's not getting any better. And, you know, if you get those serious infections in your blood, you can pass away. That's right. And I'm trying to write, she doesn't listen to things like this, but yesterday when I talked with her, she was listening a little bit. I thought, well, I'll go back and ask Neil, see what he says about the blood poisoning and how to get that cured. Because I think her immune system is broken down, of course, but you can't take but so many antibiotics, can you? 
Geez, I mean, the problem is what I just read, if you were listening earlier, these modern-day bio-warfare cocktails are actually growing more of themselves by using antibiotics. So back when the microbiologists tested our chronic fatigue fibromyalgia group and found genetically altered uh, mycoplasmas, which are actually a crystalline form of brucella, which is a biowarfare agent, uh, made into an aerosol and sprayed over the whole population, he recommended doxycycline. And I said, that stuff's going to mutate it, and it's going to become worse, and you're not going to have anything to kill it. And I'm going to go looking for another answer. And that's when I found Rife Machines came back to the group, which was run by a retired nurse teacher, and said, how are you guys all doing that took doxycycline? And she said, we're sicker, we're worse. And now we've got yeast overgrowth. Go ahead. Hi, Neil. This is Donna. How are you? Hanging in there. Let me get an answer, and then we'll come back to her. Um. Neil, I just wanted to ask you a question real quick. Were you diagnosed with CFS and fibromyalgia? No, I got a test for mycoplasma fermentans incognitus, which is the real causal agent for your CFS fibro bullshit lie. It is bullshit because I, I was bedridden for a year and a half, diagnosed with severe chronic fatigue syndrome, Um and ever since I've been getting the voice to skull and so forth and so on, my fibromyalgia pains um, and my chronic fatigue syndrome is gone. Really? Yeah. Wow. What are you so, doing? Are you drinking breast milk? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just it's just there. I guess it was their way of telling me that they were controlling it, that it's not a real illness. I mean, I couldn't even speak for a year and a half. I physically could not yeah, talk. Using polymerase chain reaction with a gene tracking test to show on a DNA level that the genetics have been altered in a, a mycoplasma that was not harmful to the body has been weaponized. And 70% of 300 people in our CFS fibromyalgia group all tested positive for that strain or one of 14 others, if not more than one? I have to look at my uh, my blood work. I have to go over that, but... Um, you have Medicare? I do. Okay, well, your code number is for an autoimmune test, and it's 279.3, and you'll get a, a free mycoplasma panel, and your okay. doctor your doctor may not want to give that test so don't say Neil said it's germ warfare or anything just say I'd really like to get this autoimmune 279.3 is the code for Medicare Uh, it's a $400 test and you'll get it for free if that's still active okay thank you and I apologize to the woman that I interrupted I'm sorry Who is that? Somebody typing on a computer? I know. Just hit star six on your phones if you're not interacting. Whoever's typing on your computer, please 
with Starsick. But I don't know how to tell this woman. I mean, I'm concerned about her. I think she's going to pass away if they don't do something because she gets almost worse. She's got colitis. She's got enormous stomach sickness from the enormous amount of antibiotics they're giving her. I went and bought her cranberries and, and got her to start taking a really good yogurt, which she should be doing every day and uh, probably twice a day with what she's taking. And they just keep giving her more and more and more antibiotics, and that's not any good. And it's her nose is not healing, and she's not getting rid of the blood infection she has. So I don't know. She says she's going to an internist, but I think it's an ear, nose, and throat doctor. I suggest, what is an epidemiologist? Would he be able to do anything for her? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the problem has become that mainstream medicine is not trained in biowarfare agents, which is one way to do population control because it will take out older people and weak immune system people. So like a lot of reports show, people who had Lyme disease ended up with uh, Morgellon syndrome because their immune systems were already compromised. So they were vulnerable. But the point is how many people, percentage-wise, you could take out with respiratory-related or cardiological-related well, yeah, well, hopefully they're not doing that. And, I don't know, but... They uh, are doing it. They're thinning the population. <laughs> I know, and you're all right. Guess what I found the other day? I found a new doctor. Her husband has a new little doctor. So why don't you go to him, Dr. Wong? And Dr. Wong turns out to be a retired Navy flyer who's um, uh, an NCIS agent. Everybody gets out the Navy does it. And since I'm on the list, he just started laughing. And I said, I don't think you're funny a bit. I just left. So I'm not going back to him. But she, why would she get such a serious blood infection? What causes that? Well, I mean, what I'm seeing under my microscope is, is systemic. So this is what's described in the paper that I read earlier. That's going through the whole body. I mean, uh, when I first discovered it, the reason I did is because Normally, you just see red blood cells, little round donut shapes floating in in plasma liquid, which is, you know, kind of thick but fluid. And what I saw was these cells bouncing around like something was moving them. So I went to a higher magnification, switched to dark field to get better contrast, put some oil on the condenser and the slide to to get clear resolution, which is just what's required and uh, these things showed up and they look like little lights wiggling around and they're chewing on red blood cells but they're they're in all body fluids so I'm not sure what they're going after but the point is that uh, any systemic infection that can thrive in, in this case you know I don't have a a full lab with a centrifuge and incubators and all the, you know, chemicals that you set up to feed infections that you may not see until it grows enough of them, and then you take a sample of that. These things, I'm just throwing a a drop of a body fluid on a slide, and I have slides that these things are still quite alive and thriving six weeks later, 
Mm-hmm. Just sitting sealed between two pieces of glass, uh, you know, for six weeks at room temperature. Yeah, they're thriving. I've never seen anything like this. You see, she's afraid to take, I take this all one vitamin, which is vitamin, minerals, and amino acids all together. And she's afraid of taking anything with what she's taking, but I don't think that would affect her antibiotics or the supposed work of the antibiotics, would it? The, the antibiotics are, are detrimental at this point, and the sure. bottom line is, you know, people that are inquisitive and do their own homework are going to find answers. Uh, any doctor along the way that knew that taking antibiotics was going to cause yeast overgrowth systemically to happen to a person. That's what she's got which, now. Which is what sets up a predisposition for other parasites to thrive that wouldn't be able to thrive. So it, it's a total disservice, and there's no excuse uh, for what these ignorant doctors are doing. And and this is what happened to me going through from September of 90 when I started feeling full body pain and uh, my stomach not working right, you know, severe pain and and eventually just not even being able to eat, that the doctors weren't helping me. So I started doing research and got on forums, and it took me six years to figure out that I had Lyme disease. But you learn a lot along the way. And the point is, if, if you're stupid enough to trust somebody with a certificate on their wall that's trained by the Rockefeller Foundation... And, uh, you know, pull your head out and love yourself enough to go do your homework. Yeah, but at this point right now, she doesn't know what to do. I mean, she can't stop the antibiotics, and she doesn't know what to do if she stopped. Well, tell her, her, does she have a computer? Yeah, she has a big one. She's good at it. Well, tell her to go to the Cure Zone. Cure Zone. CureZone.com. She'll find everything she needs there. Such a, a database of information, a lot of good and, and smart people that bothered to spend their time to say, this is what I went through, this is what I ended up doing, and this is what works, and this is what didn't. And then she'll, she'll you know, take charge of her own body. She, she won't do that. I don't know whether she's not, does, she's afraid or to change from the doctors or what, but she doesn't do that. And right now she's afraid to take any sort of vitamins and minerals and things, multivitamins. So she says she takes some, but I don't think she takes much. Most people don't take enough. No, that's true. And I don't know if it would affect her stomach. She's having real stomach and colon problems from the antibiotics. Well, she should be. You know, I mean, they probably give her Diflucan to try and get rid of the symptoms of the yeast overgrowth, which isn't dealing with the problem, she should be taking oregano oil every day to kill the candida. Because the problem is when you set up a fungus infection, like I said, and as I read earlier in the biowarfare cocktail, candida is one of the things that they're using as a growth medium for other parasites to thrive in. Well, she hasn't mentioned she's mentioned colitis. It gave her colitis. Yeah, she she should be taking uh, 
probiotics and intestinal flora. But I mean, if she doesn't, oh, want, yeah, well, doesn't if she doesn't want to take charge of herself, then um, she's going to die. If she doesn't know how, she is going to die. I'm afraid she is. Yeah. She doesn't know how to do it. She doesn't know how to take care of herself like you and I. Well, if she has a computer, there's a whole world full of good information out there to to do so and learn. It's really a matter of choice. But when, I mean, I'm well, not. Would you be wise to go to a homeopathic doctor who knows so? Well, of course. Well, yeah, what? Up to her. I mean, she's going to the wrong place because that doctor. Put it this way: I walk in in total body pain to a doctor and tell him I'm building a house, I can't stop, I'll lose all my equity, I need something for pain. And so he says, well, what's wrong? And I said, I have a blood test for a genetically altered mycoplasma, and it's a biological warfare agent. And he looked at me very serious and said, if you want (laughs) any help from me, you have fibromyalgia. That is, is an admission that he knew what I was talking about, and they were told to label it fibromyalgia, not germ warfare. And I bit my tongue so I could get pain pills and keep working. Well, they told me I had fibromyalgia 20 years ago, 1994, whatever that is. Yeah. And I don't have any result. I don't see any indications of it. Now, I don't even know what you'd do if you had it. Would you, how would you know you had fibromyalgia? Well, you'd feel a lot of body pain and stiff joints, at least. I don't have any of that until I got into gas fumes. Boy, they're putting a gas fume in here lately. It's really bad. It's it's a kind of pesticide. It kills bugs. Because the, the guy came and sprayed the patio and the porch the other day for bugs and whatever. And the same identical smell he used is what he's putting in my house. So all I have to do is get the name of it now. Then I can really go after her in a court because I know what she's using. It's deadly. Yeah, that's crazy. There's there's a lady that just sent me an email saying that her body waste smells like gasoline. I haven't heard that before. Is anybody else? What did she say? She said her, you know, she, like she's pooping uh, and it smells like gasoline. Well, then she's absorbing it from somewhere in her house. Because they'll put it in your house. And somebody else came on today and said they had gasoline. was on the other afternoon call, and they came in and talked, and she said, I have gasoline smells in my house all the time. I have something coming out of my body, weeping from my skin, that is thick. It's a chemical, and it smells to me like a pesticide. And it comes out from certain, in, only in certain areas, but it's it's definitely there. I mean, I could wipe it off, and I mean, you could process a specimen of this stuff. It's so thick on me. You might do research on that choline we talked about the other night. That's what you do that for, on the acetylcholine and cholinesterase, and Joe should be on here. He knows about that. And I can smell different chemicals. I know when they're using different things. I mean, I can smell it, and I can smell it coming out of my body. Smell my arms. And does your pee still not smell normal? Right. Mine either. doesn't even smell like pee at all. I'm still waiting for you to send me a slide and cover slip. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I just been <laughs> I know you're busy and you forget. Yeah, but I don't like to keep emailing you because you have enough emails as it is without one more. Yeah, I do. It's, I can't keep up with them, which is sad because I put a star beside something that's good and just do my best to answer the straightforward questions that I can pass information on, but some of the other stuff I'm missing that, you know, I probably toss to skizit for the website or a newsletter or just sit and learn it myself to understand some things better. But, geez, I mean, there's just too much to learn in too short of a period of time. It's impossible. Just got to do our best. But what we do as a team is really what's taught me a lot in the last four-plus years is just listening to the variety of information that people have shared. Yes, we can learn from each other because everybody's researching and reading different articles on the Internet. Yeah, yeah. I got some some good articles from one of our R&D researchers tonight. Evaluation and Verification of Channel Transmission Characteristics of Human Body for Optimizing Data Transmission Rate in Electrostatic Coupling Intrabody Communication System. A Comparative Analysis. Is that heavy or what? Mm-hmm. Another one, Analysis of Body Communication Parameters Using Software Radio Platform. Um, review of capacitive coupling human body communications based on digital transmission. I passed all these links on to Skizit's email, so you'll probably see it on the site or in, in the newsletters because I guess she did a newsletter today. Oh, really? Great. Maybe I'll get a copy. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's not getting it, just send an email to Skizit at Hushmail. Uh, dot com or mail at citizensaht.org and let her know. I mean, the, the service costs money and it shows who got it and who opened it. And if you're not getting it and it's not in your spam folder, which happens once in a while or sometimes even all the time, um, just send her an email and let her know because... That service costs money, and you know we like to know that whatever goes out is actually getting to all the people. Do you know when she's going to mail it out? I can figure out if it's coming. Well, I don't know that she's doing any physical mailings. They've okay. Been, they've been attacking her really bad lately, so she's pretty overwhelmed, and her light's flickering too. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect? We're both on the front line, and I'm like, you know, the last act of defiance sticking my finger up in the air when I I hear a tapping on the window in front of the kitchen sink or a a sound that comes down on the sheetrock whenever I go in the bathroom to go to the bathroom, and my middle finger just goes up like it's, you know, a a reflex. (laughs) Yeah, we all have those sounds. I want to know, excuse me, guys. Go ahead, my neighbor. Go ahead. I was just saying, uh, in the beginning, I didn't know what it was, but now I know what's going on with those sounds. You think it's a projection? I think it's actually happening, and in my case, it's from 
either within my building or a remote location where there's a master control box about six miles from here in a, in a townhouse. And um, that is to triangulate get us in between sounds or to um, listen. A lot of it is surveillance with those sounds. Some sounds are different and can actually um, hit you with um, weapons as well, remotely. <clears throat> I think um, microwaves can come out of those sounds. And they're always above you in the bathroom, right? Or around you in the bathroom, by your walls or above you, depending on your structure of your home. And there's something that is dumped into the apartment when we're there. Like you you think about um, the smart dust or whatever they call that or smart dots or whatever. There's something that comes in from every time we're in there. Or they wouldn't be in there. They would have no no reason to be hanging around like that. They're doing something Unless there. Unless they videotaping you. No, no, no. They don't. They can do that in every other part of your house. They they don't really need to do that. Okay. I can be in the closet a while. My mind comes. My uninvited visitor comes to the closet. So, but anyway, I was just gonna say, Neil, did, can I just? I want to know. Did Derek invite you to go and do a pet webinar? You mentioned to us a while back. Or did you ask? Oh, you mean the one with Magnus Olsen? Uh, I didn't get to see it, but I'm assuming you had said something about a while back. What was it, last week, two weeks ago? You mentioned about you and Derek did a collaboration about oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, showing about did. all the different... He did? Well, yeah, I mean, he asked me to do it, so I did okay. a good part of it, and then somebody else did some, too. It's sick. it's recorded. I mean, you could email him. No, I'm just was trying to see something. You've been sick really since then. No, I've been sick for six months, and now it's reached a point where there's too much of whatever's doing this to me that it's it's become seriously life threatening, mm-hmm. and I just won't go to a hospital or a doctor. So it's up to me to get a rife machine that's capable because I, I lost, I had one of the best in the world and lost it in the fire. And what? then a re- oh. researcher friend of mine died and left me hers and it's just really a shitty old machine with not enough range or capabilities. So it's, you know, it was about six okay. hours. So you have burn. one that is not working as you like? But you could have been without one period. I, no, I may I may be hitting completely wrong frequencies yeah. and not getting rid of something I could get rid of with the right machine. If you had the right frequency, yeah, the right frequency. So, so you know what I, I've heard this um, recently a lot regarding health that a lot of people are gluten intolerant and to get things going they have to like let go of some of that protein, change their diet. And I wonder if some if some of those things also affecting or is that a, like a gateway or a window to allowing other illnesses to come about, especially if it's left untreated. Like, for example, some people uh, can't drink, uh, could not drink their parents' milk. I mean, they... Um, not parents, they're, they're cows, cows, like cows when they were born. 
so they had to take Similax or something like that or be breastfed, like you mentioned, for the better so they can get the um, the immunity. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I hear a lot about doctor always saying, it's a doctor that comes on the radio sometimes. He's like, well, see, like gluten, I hear that about more than 75% of his calls. He's going to get off the gluten. Stop eating the bread to this and that and that and Yeah. You know, oh. so. But uh, I kind of wondered about that. And there was something else I was going to say. I should have wrote it down because I got my phone cut off for a little bit. Then I had to call back. But y'all were already in a conversation, so I don't know quite what was going on. But um, I'm going to go ahead and mute again. Okay. Well, for anybody who's new on the call, um, I'll just read a quick little overview of some some information in an original design by John Mecca, um, something called the Jammer 11. You wore this thing around your neck, and it's a Pulse DC, uh, you know, like 9-volt batteries and that kind of thing. Whoever's typing or something in the background, could you hit star 6 on your phone? Thanks. Guess you're not wanting to do that, so let's do what I have to do. Neil? Yeah. Do you have a fax machine? No. Okay, if I wanted what I have, um and I was this is back to an old conversation because something was happening with my proofs over here. I have a list of um, all of the prayer lines from the TBN network, and it's like maybe 60 of them. And um, when there was a time early in my targeting where the perps had my sister and I holed up in a hotel and unable to leave for a few months because they were outside and uh, they were dangerous. And um, all we did was we used to call through this prayer line. I mean, we called every every uh, phone number every day. And um, there's a lot of real power in those in those phone numbers. And if you want to put it in your uh, newsletter, or if you want to use to call you, uh, or you know, call about your your situation with lines or whatever, I'm trying to get that this list of phone numbers to somebody who can get it published because I found it really beneficial and. We were under unbelievable attack by mind control and black magic. I have serious black magic perps, and it was really, really helpful. And um, I'd just like to get that list to to whoever um, could get it out so people would have it, especially for people who are Christian. Yeah. So what, what's the best way to... I, email doesn't work for me. Should I just mail it to, to your, a newsletter? Yeah, you could do address, that. The address on the newsletter. I mean, is that would, is that something you would publish, or are you against publishing it? No, I think she would.
that I finally found the typer, Southern California. Neil, can you lease that microscope that you need? Can you lease one for not too much money? No, it's it's a Rife machine, and they're only made by a few companies. Rife machine? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, a frequency generator that blows up pathogens. Yeah, but me and Derek has one. No, Derek has a radionics device. Oh. Who has one? Does anybody have one you know? No. What's that? What's that machine that they put brass holders in your hand attached to a wire and they do tests on you? What was that? Somebody did that on me once in California. I don't know. You put two wires. Neil, what's the difference between the Rife frequencies and Schulman? Well, it's a matter of range. And in this case, what I'm dealing with is that, first of all, you, you'll you understand this. Um, anybody who doesn't, if you want to ask questions, feel free, because it's, it's all related to frequencies and how they're being delivered to us and how they affect us. So Royal Rife's original experiments, the carrier wave was 2.4 megahertz. Some of the earlier Rife machines that were built, they didn't know that. Uh, some of the frequencies that kill particular pathogens are megahertz numbers, and the machine that I have only goes up to uh, just under 40,000 hertz or, you know, 40 kilohertz. And so I have to take these numbers that are above 40 kilohertz and divide them by two until they get small enough to be able to enter into the machine. Uh, and right now, what I'm running for the biowarfare cocktail I read off the description of earlier, there's 240 frequencies. And you have to run each one of those frequencies between one and three minutes. So you start out running them for one minute, and if it hits you really hard, you're glad that you didn't. Uh, run them for three because it's going to kill you uh, or it kill so much of them that the things that they excrete when they die uh, make you feel like you're on fire and, and you're definitely going to die because your body has to process all that. Um, I'm not sure if I answered your question. I'm not no, totally you clear. To... Um, see, Shulman is okay. Um, you did, but you said 2.5 mega megahertz, right? Well, two point, yeah, 2.4. But the point is that Schumann is just 7.83. This is to actually use a mathematical formula based on uh, this, this. This particular Schumann, the one, um, this actually it, it's just going underneath the name Schumann, but it's actually a frequency generator. That has oh. variable power output. Well, I mean, the only difference here is, uh, like in my original machine from Resonant Light in Canada, they turn up the carrier wave and they run it through a plasma tube with argon gas, and it will treat everybody in a room, um, like a uh, 100 people within so many feet. 
So you could program in a frequency that would kill mold, and it would actually kill mold inside of walls. It'll it'll go through walls. You know you know RF well enough to know. Um, so the only thing about them, if there's a brand called Schumann, is what is what is the range? How much is the carrier wave turned up? Because the carrier wave has to be turned up to get cell penetration so that any intracellular infections that are inside the cells will blow up and die. Well, I, I get the specs here. And uh, it should be, I think this would thoroughly go through, go through you quite thoroughly. Uh, let's see. Don't wait on me, I'll come back. Yeah, I mean, you know, they use sine wave and square wave and uh, really Oh, yeah, variety. that's all three. Sawtooth, square, sine. That's all yeah. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pre- I was pretty surprised to see it when I was looking through this. See, yeah, I mean, in the older machines, you're holding on to plasma tubes or, or metal tubes. And then you have stainless steel foot plates, and you get on those barefooted, and that's to get the frequencies through the whole body. Okay, this is um, this goes from 0.01 hertz, 0.01 hertz, okay, to two megahertz, and it has an adjustable power output. I think uh, it goes up to like 50 milliguess, which is pretty. That's pretty strong. I mean, uh, that's good for four feet circle around the device. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a frequency generator, so yeah. any exposure to that. If you go over to electroherbalism.com, and they have a couple of lists there for free of all kinds of pathogens and diseases and the, the you know, mm-hmm pathogens that cause those particular diseases. Maybe I should ask this question. How do you, what do you use to direct the frequency at whatever you're working with? Yeah, this is the whole thing of of how these frequency generators are made, is it's using uh, a piece of PVC with a piece of glass. Um, Oh, no, I I know how it's done. But how do you? I mean, specifically yourself. How how do you how do you aim how do you aim it? it whatever uh, you work I'm, I'm using plasma tubes, so I have to hold on to the tube. Oh really? I have to hold on to two tubes, one in each hand. <clears throat> oh, so Funny. you're just doing it on yourself? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, to I'll kill I'll... whatever's in me. Oh, I thought mm. you were like I thought you were actually putting something under a microscope, then hitting it and watching these things. Well, I am. I'm doing that too because I put a sample on a slide and I'm watching these things moving around, and then I turn on the rise machine and I'm holding on to the tubes. And as you said, the frequency generators are radi- radiating out between four and twelve feet. So I'm close enough to the slide to be able to I see. cause the RF to penetrate the slide. And if I get a hit, then through the the microscope video camera stuck in the camera port, 
hooked up to uh, a laptop, I can see. Uh, so okay, gotcha. That that's the thrill of having a Rife machine is when you find the thing that's hurting you, and then you get the frequency that matches it. You actually get to watch it blow up, and and yeah, this, be able to record it. This one actually, it's a frequency counter also. It's uh, and it produces all uh, wave patterns that sign, square, sawtooth. Yeah, this is interesting. One hundred and forty-nine bucks. I mean, that's pretty cheap. Probably get it cheaper. You can make one. I mean, if you really could, you can make one yourself. Well, Jim Bear has uh, components you can buy with schematics, and you can build your own. But the thing about this is, it's like I said. I mean, I'm sitting down with 240 frequencies to be the bio warfare cocktail. Uh, so I have to convert um, almost half of those frequencies that are too high a number to a lower harmonic. So it's about four hours to do that. Then it's another hour to program in 117 frequencies. And then it's 117 minutes to run each one of those frequencies for one minute. And I have to do that 240 times you know, 240 minutes, because that's the full capability of this machine. Whereas the the, the later model, uh, they improved on everything that people complained about. So there's even presets in there where you could just hit one button and it'll give all the frequencies for candida or Lyme disease or particular cancers and not have to sit there and program it in. Um, and then there's, you know, room for channels that you can program in specific. That's good, and you can and you can vary it off of that program by, you know, a degree up or a degree down. Yes, you can. The The machine that, I'm, that I have to get is called the BCX Ultra Light. And the BCX Ultra comes with plasma tubes you hold on to whereas the BCX Ultralight has one big tube on the top of it with the carrier wave turned up enough that it penetrates everything in the room. And so uh, at this point, I pretty much live in the garage. Uh, it has screen doors all the way across the front of the garage, and there's just something about having a wall that's out to the open air. I can't stand being in the house uh, for any period of time. So I use a laptop in the garage rather than using my desktop in the house, which is three feet from from a smart meter that's shielded on the outside. And even with a grounded metal plate with Linkstat and a few other materials on it, on the inside, three foot square, uh, there's still just shit dumping off of that smart meter. It, it's It's awful. It's hot zone city in there. It's unbearable. So between that smart meter and the Shulman generator, I'd be asking, why is the cat jumping around so much? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, I'm going to say take your smart meter off. I haven't gotten around to getting it taken off. Oh, I'd call it up and say get over here and take it off. It's illegal. Yeah, I agree. I have the papers sitting on my desk to opt out. They've been sitting there for two years. 
Oh, come on, Neil. Why don't you tomorrow call them and get it done? You can only do so much, Alice. You have no idea. I'm 16 hours a day. I wish I were near you could help you. There's a lady in Florida looking for you. She needs a room. She wants a roommate. You want a roommate? No, I don't. I I really just feel like living in a tree alone somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. She's that lady over near, uh, she's near Orlando somewhere. She's coming. I think she's a perk. I don't think she's for real. She said she was a nurse, and then she said she was a clerk, and then she said after 24 years she got laid off, and she asked him, well, you got to get a roommate. Well, she said, I can't. I packed my boxes, but she hasn't lost the house yet. It's not foreclosed. I said, well, move the boxes out and rent the bedroom. You sleep on the sofa. You need money. Well, she's just, you know, she's talked to us 10 days in a row, and same old story, and doesn't do anything. So I don't know. I said, Neil's the only person I know in Florida might help you with finding somebody. She needs to rent a room. Yeah. But anyway, um... I don't know her physical problems, if she has any. But she was working for somebody for 24 years, and they laid her off. And I said, well, then sue them at EEOC. They don't want to pay you for your retirement. She can't get retirement until May. Oh. You have an echo on your phone, Donna Will. No, it's somebody screaming, scraping something. Well, don't know, Will, 903. Have a nice little echo. Hi, Neil, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you about five times for each word. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm turning my phone off right now. I'm sorry that you're going through that. I heard you talking about it. It really sounds terrible. But I think James told you one time about Dr. Kent. And didn't you say that you were familiar with Dr. Kent? No. No? James, wake up. (laughs) I don't know so much about it. Okay. Oh, I put put a link in the chat room. Um, Dr. Kent is a... What? DC, uh, what do they call that, a uh, chiropractor? Yeah. Anyway, he's got some videos on there. It shows all these really, really spectacular things. that He's he's really talented, and he, he does um, just long-distance, you know, uh, appointments. You can make an appointment and do it over the phone. I don't know what else you'd use. Really? But it's you, K-E-N-T? No, it's Tent. T-E-N-T. Oh, oh okay. He's a, what's his first name? He's a DC. I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, what's his specialty? Well, he's a chiropractor. Uh-huh. But is he into nutrition and stuff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got all that online. So what, why are you telling Neil about him? Well, because Neil might be interested. <laughs> well, he needs to know why. <laughs> hey, Neil, do you know what the difference between a chiropractor and a DO is? No, I don't. I know a lot of chiropractors have a lot of naturopath background that are really, really good. Yeah, that's what this guy seemed like, a naturopath. A lot of them have rice machines in their office and... 
under the guise of research, a person signs a waiver saying that they're doing research, and then they can come in there and run frequencies and get rid of things. Mm -hmm. Because the, the FDA is not doing studies on it because they know it works, and they're in the back pocket of AMA and the pharmaceutical industry. This is Ann in California. I've been listening for a couple of hours, and I have an idea what the difference is. Um, move around. You're cutting out. Okay. Um, can you hear me better now? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, a DO, doctor of um, osteopath, he has gotten an MD and then gone an extra year or two where he can specialize in just about anything. He can be a psychiatrist. He can be a physician. He can be a surgeon. He has a lot more flexibility. Um, I love chiropractors, and I prefer them, but unfortunately they're not medically approved for a lot of insurance companies, including Medicare, but the DO, of course, is. That's good to know. Thanks for sharing. My pleasure. So what else is on people's minds tonight? Well, I know of a company in Hawaii. It used to be Starfire International, and now it's the House of Gold, but they have um, homeopathic medicines um, bottled. Uh, after my son was killed, this man, um, I met him, and he started explaining it to me on a molecular atomic level, and that saved my life. I, I was spending hundred dollars a month on on it and it really saved my life taking that stuff you know there was more than one thing um there were probiotics there was uh, colloidal silver you know all these sorts of things and um that might be something that you want to look into also yeah yeah well it's everything costs money that's yeah, I think they're pretty reasonable, actually. Right, but seven thirty-three a month. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, really. Mhm. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm grateful to get disability, but that's all it is. Mhm. Well, what about GoFundMe? You know, I'm considering doing that, but I don't want to do it for myself. I want to do it for the the R&D projects for protective measures. So uh, I figure I can get twelve to $1,400 for my machine. I put together a beautiful ad for eBay, and they took it off and said, you know, we're afraid of liabilities and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I know the, the retired CDC microbiologist that bragged on a forum about um, – giving all this information to eBay to get selling Rife machines on eBay banned. And I said, but this man is misinformed, and here's where you can get the information. Uh, I want to put my ad back on. 
So for a $2,600 machine, if I can get 12 to 1400 for the um, the old one that I have, then all I have to do is find a way to come up with the rest to get it. And, and I actually know that the distributor, because his father is the engineer that designed him. So they'll be a help as much as they can. But I would like to see more of the, the R&D projects happen. You know, I mentioned things like the rest shield, which is 400 bucks, And, you know, if some people would try out some of these things. There's also somebody reporting a Van de Graaff uh, static generator to disable implants, probably temporarily, and saying that she's getting some good effects. And it's it creates high voltage at a very low amperage, and amperage is what kills you, not the voltage. So it's it's something that's doable. I have a list of experiments that's that's pretty long of things to try. I, I think disabling implants is so important because if we can disconnect from a, from their network, a lot of what's automated, uh, we might just slip between the cracks and go unnoticed that we're not I tried that with, as much. I tried that with a piezoelectric igniter, by the way. Really, what kind of voltage? Uh, it's a grill igniter from Amazon. It's like in the thousands, and it hurts like hell. And I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, high voltage you, can hurt. <laughs> <coughs> you stick it weird places, and it didn't make much of a difference. This is Lurks, by the way. It's who? Lurks, 2112. Oh, hey, what's going on? I'm all right. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Okay. The rest of us. Yep. I'm trying to cut the feedback on the phone. I had a, a, a head, an Apple iPhone headset again, and the mic wouldn't pick up my voice. I, I'm the one that told you that I think... Implants, as in the ones that you can't really tell from the outside, and if you go to a place to have them examined, that person, especially if you are mind controlled or at least mind monitored, whoever your monitors are, will know where you're They will know where you're about to go, and they will call that place ahead of you and buy somebody. There is that kind of money. Well, I figure most of the people on the planet are implanted, and I've used detection equipment. Everywhere it goes off, there's a scar on my body. So I'd say I'm pretty uh, well implanted. Yeah. What do we do about it? We have to at least be able to temporarily disable them. I made a Tesla coil with a, a 2 million volt stun gun, and when I put it up to my left ear, something popped in my ear, 
And when I put it down on my lower back on the left side where I've had pain for 25 years, uh, something went click. So I, I think, you know, seeing the map of where implants are put on the body to do something like that, all it's doing is a magnetic pulse that disconnected it, I would say, for a while. I don't think it created permanent damage to it unless they just turn around and re-implant you. I, I'm going to tell you, I was trying to get a PM out of you earlier. Um, I'm going to tell you, I am an as a medical doctor. Uh, I want to go farther than that. But uh, have you considered the fact that, well, first of all, do you live in a house, a ground floor house, or do you live in an apartment or a condo? Yeah, no, I live in a house with a mm-hmm. cement pad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you considered the possibility that someone has dug from an adjacent property under your house and they are under there aiming ground-penetrating weapons at you from underneath your house? Well, there's definitely things coming from below. Okay. That is something you ought to look at. And it, there are national corporations that operate a GPR, ground-penetrating radar, that will come to your house, and they will do a survey if you have enough money to pay them. And you can even tell them you're looking for something um, mainstream like a gas leak, or I need to know where this septic tank is, or I need to know where my electric lines are, or I need to know where something is down here. But come out here and look underneath my house. And if you do that, and it's going to be thousands of dollars, probably five to $10,000, most TIs are held below that level because they have to be held below that level because once they are above that level, they can do so much. They can hire presidential level security. They can hire unbelievable security. But there are people that have no money, have houses entered, feedback to subside. There are people yeah. that log in that have it may be perps as far as I know. Anyway, um, there are people among us that never hear voices and I know that there's microwave hearing out there and it does happen and I think I have it too. But at the same time, I think there are some of us that have very, very removable hearing aids little interfaces with somebody around or below you that can modify what you hear. My evidence for that is this. I'm almost deaf in the right ear. And one day I woke up and I can hear normally in it again. Wow. Um, I, I hear frequencies in the right ear that I can't hear. Now that is either due to microwave, but can you separate stereo separation in microwave? Can you get localization? Did that come from the left or the right or up or down without something specific in the ears? I don't know the answer to that. I'm just saying my perps are among a very small group of people, and they're very vocal in my ears, that are telling me, we want to stop this thing, but no, we don't because we make a lot of money. So they're conflicted. 
I'm putting this information out there because they have let me have this information. But at the same time, I'm a pretty smart guy, and I kind of critique what they tell me as it comes along. Oh, so they're they're addicted to the paycheck, and that's what just keeps perpetuating it. A lot of them. This is what my pod tells me, and they're not my pod, but they tell me they are a pod. They tell me they were all in methamphetamine pod before. They were addicted to meth, or or heroin, even, or both. They tell me that's what they were addicted to. But then they got clean, and they decided to make sure nobody else would use anything that could possibly be addicted. And they took over local government, and they took over local everything, and they're trying to make sure... They caught me using something called a research chemical works. And uh, it was legal, and it didn't cause me any trouble. But at that point, they pounced on me. And at that point, everything changed. So it it's it's kind of... They feel like they're addictable to something, and they're addictable to power. They want to addict themselves to improving the world, but at the same time, they take one guy down and down and down and down and ruin everything to make that guy go down. Yeah, the the, the addictive personality is a predisposition. Whatever direction it points in is where it manifests. Absolutely. That's a good point. Um, they are addicted at this point to the power they have with their technology in simulating mental illness. And to, I, I, like I said, I'm a doctor. I appreciate mental illness and I know it exists, but there are people out there that simulate it. And they're clouding the whole issue. They are clouding the whole everything because they had an agenda to pursue and maybe it got too far. But the people that are my perps really kind of want to come down off of what they're doing. But they can't do it without prosecution. At, they have my wife kind of held hostage on the other side. And I don't want to go into that right now. Ouch. My wife of 23 years is on the other side of this thing. Awful. So... Um, I already hear that. Well, how would if you wouldn't mind? You you've seen my handle on the on the board. If you wouldn't, we've talked before, and you recommend some equipment to me. If you wouldn't mind, um, shoot me something private if you can. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna mute myself right now. I, I do have. Um, I Derek knows me pretty well. Uh, there's a couple other guys that know me pretty well. They know my credentials. They know I'm real. Um, let's get this thing fucking solved. Uh, I agree. I agree. All of us together, if Derek, you, me, uh, Dwight Magnum, we get together, we can solve this thing in front of Congress if necessary. But we have to be there and appear to be not schizophrenic. Controlled, and you're not, and I'm not, and neither is Derek, and we just got to get some all things. Well, it's true. I mean, you you want to just go into my R and D list of things? I really am going to have to do a GoFundMe because 
if Dave Vetch can, you know, walk around America and hold up a sign and put some ads in newspapers and pull in eleven grand, what I could do with with eleven thousand dollars, if you go to amazingone.com and go to the paranormal section, you'll see a thermal anomaly detector a magnetic field detector, ultrasonic sound detector, ion charge and electric field detector, darkness and shadow detector, some kind of energy probe. Don't remember what that does. Look under ultrasonic section and you'll Where, find where does that energy probe go, just out of curiosity? I mean, my purpose is a perm. You'd have to go to Amazing One and look under the paranormal section there. Uh, I don't remember yes, what it excuse does. Excuse me, monotone man. This is your national nigger check. All niggers in this world after the hours of 10 p.m. Central leave now. Right now. Get out. Get out. <laughs> is that all you can say? Anyway, can... in in the ultrasonic section, there is... Uh, equipment like the sonic nausea device, the the phaser pain field blaster, phaser blast wave pistol, phaser pain field generator. Uh, we we could buy these things and go into a courtroom and say, you know, we're going to cause you pain and we're going to make you throw up on your shoe and pee all over yourself and put put voices in your head. And then you're going to know firsthand that these people are not ready for a psych ward. This is technology that's being used. There are videos on YouTube of a guy using a magnetron he cannibalized out of the microwave and aimed it at somebody at 200 meters, and they had awful symptoms. I saw that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, I have neighbors within 200 meters. They are a little bit suspect, but beyond that, they tell me they've dug under my house and they can aim directly at me through the ground. I don't know if that's possible or not, but I know that I should be by the authorities, if nobody else, by uncompromised authorities. If you would... Something private. You you can get my, my mail and stuff from me. But that um, tells me you know me now. Tells me as well. Together. Yeah. Okay. Neil. Yeah. Um. Someone told me. Uh, and I'm just commenting on what this man was talking about, about tunneling underneath the ground uh, to his house. And oh, a long time ago, probably, um, well, about 2008, um, I had a lot of studies done on the house to find out why the foundation was cracking. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah. And the living room uh, ceiling that's towards my driveway neighbor's side was um, dropping. And, um, I mean, big, big cracks in the foundation. And 
um, one of the, um, there were several groups that came out to evaluate the situation. And one of them, um, I told him about the magnetic frequencies and I told him, um, oh, I know what it was. The utility bill, the electric bill had gone from $199 a month to $299 to $399. I can't remember when it, um, you know, went up above that. But at any rate, uh, the electric company, after I complained, they went back in their computer and adjusted all of it like it never happened, like those bills never happened. And um, I couldn't believe it. I thought, well, this can't be right. But at any rate, one of the guys that came out, when I told him about the electricity and how somebody's bleeding electricity out of the house, but yet these magnetic frequencies are coming in, and they're very harmful, they're very painful, and they seem to be coming from the floor. And I completely hear you. I hear you, and I understand that. And believe it or not, you are paying their electric bill to focus their electric weapons on you. That's what he said. That's what one of the guys said. And he didn't use the word weapons. He said, in order to um, have this happen, what you're explaining happen, um, they have to tunnel under the ground from their house to your house. It has and to they be pretty. Hmm? And they do. Well, they did. They evidently did. And he didn't, of course, um, it was very expensive to conduct any kind of testing. And, um, oh, it, uh, there was a lot going on with um, foundation, water leaking through the foundation and just all groundwater coming from neighbor's sprinklers and <clears throat> all kinds yeah. of water issues. That's crazy. And so, yeah, that's what this was about originally. And I told him about the electrical side of things. But he said they had to tunnel from a neighbor's house. That would be pretty close by in order to go under the ground to get from their house to your house. And that's how they have to bleed electricity off, he said. They usually do it from tunneling under the ground. And I said, yeah. well, could that's they be? Yeah, huh? I'm sorry there was Does that sound right? Yeah. There was underground digging going on here at 2 o'clock in the morning about four years ago. Mm. I mean, it was vibrating the ground. I, I can't say I felt it go under my house, but uh, I felt the vibration in the sand. I mean, it's all sand here, you guys. It's not dirt and rock, so they'd have to have something to line what they dug. Yeah. It will do that, yeah. and besides that, it, if you have to understand, they have to get under you because they're using close range. For instance, if yeah. they manage, yeah. if they if they managed to implant your ears with something like Bluetooth, they've got to be within twenty or thirty feet to pick that up. And my purpose right. telling my purpose of telling me that my ear implants are interactive that. And partially sound canceling. Yeah. So I get something, mm-hmm. it gets modified by them, it gets broadcast back to me louder, but because it is right next to the eardrum, yeah. theirs takes over. Wow. Well, beyond yeah, this, that, 
beyond uh, that, if they have with, something that close to your eardrum, if they have something right. that close to your eardrum, yeah. it places your own thoughts. Right. It, I'm sure. You're thinking what they are. Well, I know for a fact because um, I knew when that was done to me because that was the purpose of the traumatic brain injury. Part of it was that they had to do um, testing to find out what my hearing level was. Yes. And uh, they said they had to put little, I think they said microphones or something like that. They had to put something in my ear next to my eardrum. And he said, this could make you really, really sick, but it only lasts for a few minutes. So I know exactly when it was done. They don't turn it on right away because they don't want you to connect it with, um, you know, any examinations where they're putting things in your ears or, you know, I never had that done before, so I wasn't aware of that. I am now, of course. But on the um, tunneling underground, I knew about that. This, I'm, It seems like it could have even been before 08. I don't know. But uh, they did tell me the only way that that could be done, what I'm describing, bleeding off the electricity, and you're absolutely right. You're paying for your own targeting. Um, yes. But the interesting part about it was once I got into it with them and we stood in the backyard talking about it, uh, that's when the bill stopped. It didn't happen again. I had and technicians. I, called, I huh? Sorry, I had technicians. Oh, but, I had technicians from ATT Universe come out to my house and try uh-huh. to install something. At which point they said, "Well, we can't quite get it installed, so it's not going to work for you." And then they left. So those technicians came out and installed something underground, fiber optic to my house. And then left, but oh. oh my God, it didn't work anymore, so they failed. Um, yeah. A lot of this thing is contractors. They are contractors. They are they are blue collar. Uh, all of them. That's right. Yeah. They're blue collar people, but they want white collar incomes. And what they will do is take somebody, and they will take your house, and they will take your identity, and they will take you. And they will put you out on some sort of network, and they will say, we have taken this person, but look at this, and look at what we can do. Look at what we can do to them, and it makes them one hell of a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that is um, pretty, pretty much what's going on in the nation right now anyway. So um, I think it has a correlation to the um, drug problems in the United States. Not completely, but drug problems. They, there's a lot of, there's them a lot of heroin and problems in the past. A lot of them have had drug problems in the past, and they yeah. think if they find anybody through surreptitious monitoring, if they're just watching your house, if they uh-huh. see you do anything at all that looks addictive to them, they're gonna watch you. They're gonna watch the hell out of you. And if you do anything positively identifiable as drug-related, they are going to nail you. They're going to put you on their network. That's the whole basis for this old MTI thing, is that if they can find some reason they think they're better than you, they will put you out on their network, and they'll make people pay for it. And more than that, people will pay to discipline you. 
And people will pay well, to discipline you through those electronic weapons. Yeah. Well, there's the the only thing um, I think about that is nobody does anything for money. Somebody's bankrolling this whole thing, and that was my question in the very beginning in 2004 that I kept asking is, who's bankrolling this? Who's bankrolling this? Nobody does anything for just for the heck of it and just for a study and just, you know, oh, I'm getting a kick out of torturing you. There's some, there's a lot more behind it. And they're making money off of driving people out of their houses and um, driving them to doctors and medical. So there's a lot more behind it. But at any rate, um, some do get that kick, but beyond that, they they are they used to be addicted to something. They have overcome that supposedly. Although an addiction is once you overcome an addiction, it is a daily thing. It is a day by day thing. So yeah. they, they're always living day by day. Yeah. But the thing is, they have overcome it in their minds, but they see somebody about to progress on that path or not. But they see somebody using something that they can put down. And these are people that used to be bullies in school. They used to be bullies, and they want to put down somebody to feel good about themselves. Yeah. So they well, put I, those people I can agree down. with some of that. I can agree with. And, they put uh, those also, people down, but they get paid the, for it. Yeah. Well, I know they want a position, and I know they want to be somebody, and they don't feel like they can make it in the real world. So they go into this type of thing and um, get used, basically. But They have anyway. made it in the real world. They, they normally will have real jobs, but they live above their means. They have more money than they should. I, you and know, if you really want to piss them off, you can report them uh-huh. to the IRS for tax fraud and make them explain their income. And if you've really got a neighbor that you know for sure is targeting you, report him to the IRS for tax fraud and make him explain his full household income. You know, I um, I don't know what to think about that. That I'm more concerned um, with which neighbor is the one that tunneled underneath the house. But anyway, somebody did. And when this um, man came out to do an evaluation, he kept looking down where the pool was. And um, a couple of them did that. They kept looking down in that direction. And there's a flat roof back there, too, which they said there's, uh, it has to do with the rooftop. And then the other guy said it has to do with uh, not just the rooftop, but they're tunneling underneath also. And um, I just wanted to add, say one more thing, and then I'll um, get off that. I'm not going to – I won't talk about it anymore. But the thing that I noticed um, for a long time – my mother had a wheelchair ramp in the garage. It's really heavy. And it um, leans up against the kitchen door, and it fits in there perfectly. And what I noticed is they use ultrasonics, which are just incredibly – all of it is incredibly painful and disruptive – but um, some of it is worse than others. Well, when I get up in the morning, and the reason I took the wheelchair ramp out was because it moves sometimes two inches a night. 
this heavy, heavy, solid wood ramp. And it's doing it now. It's doing the same thing now. So it moves. I'll get up in the morning, and it's an inch to two inches. And then before, when my mother um, was in a wheelchair, using the wheelchair ramp, I couldn't believe it. It was like four to six inches out away from the kitchen. And there's, I mean, I, I could barely lift this thing. And how was this moving four to six inches away from the wall by itself? So there there's are, some pretty powerful stuff going on. Yeah. There are, Very there, powerful. There are infrasonic frequencies that are involved. Some are below 20 hertz. And if it, it, those you won't hear, but you will feel. They are psychoactive at times. So you will yeah. feel a vibration sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and that, some of the stuff that claims to be coming from HARP, I don't believe in HARP, but I do believe in infrasound. And I do know mm. that I house vibrating sometimes so it, it there's some stuff out there that can't that isn't completely explained yet but there are below 20 hertz frequencies that you feel yeah. that you hear and they do affect your brain oh absolutely there's no question about that i mean between you know what targets are getting like i get chemicals and then all this stuff on top of the chemicals I mean, sometimes it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm still holding my head trying to um, trying to be able to do anything or to think straight. It's, and then at 3 o'clock, the fog lifts because it takes that long. At, at least for, my, for the people, my perps, they pride themselves on not using chemicals except for caffeine or nicotine. And I have had caffeine sprayed on me. I, I have had nicotine sprayed on me. Yeah. But... Um, besides those two, they, they're not really using anything in that pocket. They want to keep you awake by doing something neuromanipulative, meaning they want to blast stuff at you and keep you awake or keep you sleep deprived, keep you some other thing, what you want to be. Yeah. Well, anyway... They're using a lot of, lot, a lot of heavy-duty weaponry. Yeah. Oh, I found so. high voltage wire underneath the house into my bathroom. I, I'm sorry. What did you say? I've a picture of high voltage wiring running underneath my house to my bathroom. Yeah. A generator in there. Mm-hmm. In there. Yeah. yeah. You I'm know sure. you don't. You put it on the ground for break. So when they run that wiring underneath your house, where are they getting the electricity from? Their house or your house? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> my my bills are unbelievable. Holy shit. Wow. For four or five hundred dollars a month. It took me mm. off time to figure that out. In fact, yeah. I'll say that I did that. But um, they have to get it from somewhere. Yeah. Well, I was told by another guy that came out that did an evaluation. He asked me if turning all the circuit breakers off 
helped anything? And I said, no, it, it runs the same. Doesn't make any difference at all. So they have he's huh? If you, sorry, if you are a true PI, you have your phones tapped. Your outgoing calls are going to them. Your incoming calls are coming through them. They control mm-hmm. what gets through to you, and they actually can control what gets out from you. They, if you make a call to a contractor, it may not go to the place that you tell it to go. It may go to one of their substations, at which yeah. point they have somebody answer that call and say, we'll be right out, miss, and they will send somebody that is with uh-huh. them to your house. That's t- those are target forces. That is a Nazi program. That's that is organized crime. Forces. It but, is well, the that's same thing. That's the mob. Well, that's what Nazi, the Nazi program, it's all the same thing. They're but all monsters. Claim, they're all criminals. We can't, claim, but it is, we can't claim Nazis in this country, but we can claim mafia. And if we claim mafia, people may attention. And if you start bringing organized crime charges or racketeering, they may right. just... Well... What I claim is that um, with Operation Paperclip and the Nazi um, program information and scientists that came into the United States, that that went into the hands or was sold into the hands of the shadow government, and that shadow government is just another name for organized crime. Mafia, whatever name you want to put on it, Illuminati, they're all the same thing. It's white-collar crime. So let's bribery call it, scheme. Let's call it organized crime because at least my yeah, perp yes. get really, really nervous if I say organized crime and they start mm-hmm. doing They mm-hmm. really don't want that brought up. And in fact, they call themselves a local mob. But um, you really make them nervous if you start talking about something that might actually stick to them. That's right. And what they made stick to Al Capone was tax evasion. So if you've got some people really, really bothering you, and if you know who they are, do you know there is an IRS anonymous tip line that you could report them for maybe, well, you know, they might be spending more money than they make regularly? Well, you know, one factor in this that um, a lot of people don't bring up on the calls, and that is their need for money and their need for a lot of money. And part of that is due to gambling debt. That when you get into drugs and um, if you get into drugs, prostitution, the gambling is part of that. And that will take somebody down faster than anything else. And it will also create a need for, you know, vast sums of money. And a lot of their thinking is, you know, I'll get myself out of this by gambling more. So I've seen it um, over and over. And I had friends that, got tangled up in that too and the only way you can tell when people are involved in gambling is that they're willing to do just about anything to keep feeding the monster and I lived in Las Vegas for a while because of a job a consulting job and I learned a lot about gambling that I didn't know before and they said that um, which I saw that the a gambling addiction can take people to a lower point than any other type of addiction. It takes them lower and fast, takes them down faster. 
and it's um, the most insidious um, problem. And I saw it firsthand. I had people coming up to me uh, telling me stories. They were stranded in Las Vegas from other countries where they owned houses, they had good professional jobs, and they had to sell property. They had their relatives selling property in where they lived in foreign countries. They couldn't even come back. And they kept saying to me about going to, they were, what they were talking about was going to Gamblers Anonymous. And it was so late, you know, for them to be um, wanting to go to Gamblers Anonymous, and they, they didn't want to leave Las Vegas still. And they were losing, they, they were going to go home to nothing. And they were afraid to go home and face their families. Because their families are going to say, are you out of your mind? And they only came to Las Vegas out on vacation and got stranded there. A lot of, well, I don't want to say a lot of single women, but uh, men, everything. I mean, it was just, it, it was sad. It was the saddest thing I ever saw in my entire life. And a lot of people, um, I mean, oh my God, the suicide rate was just unbelievable. I mean, the, the stories. I heard there from um, that were kind of like eyewitness accounts. It was unbelievable. And I don't know, I never really, I've gotten over it now, um, but uh, at the time, I never had anybody to talk to, you know, about it or to tell what I was being told. I just kept quiet and kept it to myself and dealt with it. Um, But it was, all kinds of unbelievable trauma. and um, But anyway, the suicide rate was just incredible. People were jumping off of, um, especially men, would jump off, you know, those uh, parking structures. Well, in the older part of town, uh, they had the top floors, had no um, barriers of any kind, and they were jumping and splattering on the ground. It was a... Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That was the truth under Oscar Goodman. Nobody, very few people, unless you lived there, knew about what was going on. But, um, and I lived there, so um, what I ran into was the information, and everybody would, they were so um, traumatized themselves by it, they'd just tell you right out what was going on. There was no holding back. They would just tell you. Um, I even talked to a director at a city morgue, and I just, he just dumped the whole thing on me. We were only on the phone for like four minutes, maybe maybe more than that. It just seemed like time flew. And he just was like um, overwhelmed with bodies, overwhelmed. So I was assuming, you know, that was a legitimate, genuine phone call and that what he told me was the truth. And there were dumpsters full of people. There were storage units with bodies rotting in them. I mean, it was was unbelievable. And I think that, um, and there was a program on late, all this stuff was on TV, but you'd have to be up after midnight watching it to know all this. But, um, uh, oh, God, what was going on in the hotels, the casinos with undocumented workers? Oh, my gosh. 
they could do just about anything they wanted to do with those people because there was really no record of them. And it was getting worse and worse. Things there were getting worse and worse um, while I was there. So I, it was um, everywhere you looked, it was uh, pretty bad. So I got more and more, I became more and more of a recluse uh, while I was there because until I left because um, it just wasn't uh, any kind of place. But anyway, they were interviewing prostitutes on the streets, and the girls were just crying and panicking and saying their friends are disappearing one after the other, after the other, after the other. And girls are still, were still at the time, coming from all over the United States to be prostitutes in Las Vegas or to work in the script strip clubs, they were coming from all over the world. It was unbelievable. Mass insanity. Just mass insanity. So anyway, but um, just, um, I mean, even going to the dentist's office, I'm hearing the um, hygienist telling me that her son went to work for one of the hotels and the first three days that he was, he was like 17 years old or something. I'm working as a, um, at the front desk or somewhere. And anyway, um, the first three days he was there, a guy jumped off the roof and splattered on the ground. And he was one of the people that rushed outside and found him. But because he, he, he heard screaming. But at any rate, and she said she could hardly convince him to go back to work. He didn't want to go back to work. It was his first job. Anyway, um, are people being targeted? Everybody's being targeted in different ways. And I think Las Vegas is probably, and the, that area is just swimming in frequencies down on the strip area. And it's a valley. So it's pretty easy to focus in on um, that valley with, you know, being surrounded by mountains. So I think this targeting is um, huge especially um, around the casinos and things like that uh, because there's so much money. But I just saw people that were just, and these were people you'd talk to, they're just nice and they seem like regular people. And um, the, the gambling was just huge. So I, I'll say all that just to say that I think gambling has a big part of this where they, um, perpetrator part of things uh, is heavily involved in a big insatiable need for money. And then I think they're, I think everybody's trapped. I think the perpetrators are trapped. I think everybody is trapped in this. There are no, um, I don't think there's anybody who isn't in some sort of a trap, one form or another. So, and I asked um, uh, someone that knew about all this because they lived near it. And they said that, um, I asked them if they were all on drugs and they said, well, they're either, you know, they're all on something. And she said, they live in fear and they know that their life could be gone at any moment. She said their lives, the her exact words were their lives are worth nothing. They could be taken out by anybody at any moment. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. So everybody is in a hostage situation, and everybody is being targeted. And she said everybody 
and she wasn't talking about Europe or any, you know, or Asia or anything like that. We were just talking about the United States because I asked her how widespread it was and could you target. I said, this is. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.